Welcome to the Ace Podcast, where we talk all things art, culture, and entertainment, but more specifically pop culture entertainment. I'm your host, Will the Greatest. I keep I'm trying to see how fast I can get it, but but with me today well, I you have got micro machines, man, over here. Right. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But uh, with me, I I got my regular co-host Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. What's up, everybody? And uh Good we to be back. We got a uh, another guest today. We got a uh, my boy. Uh, how 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 would you like the people to to know you, my man? What what moniker are you Look, choosing? I'm here, you can call me. You can call me uh, RC. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or you know, AKA the man of a thousand rainbows. You know what I'm saying? AKA uh, horse choker. You know what I'm saying? Or AKA AKA because I'm always known as something else. You know what I'm saying? So like. You know, uh, but no, I mean, you could say just say like RC or just like DJ, you know, whatever. Okay. Like, it, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is Rap Critic uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Rap Critic if you want to know the main thing that I do. Uh, Patreon.com slash Rap Critic if you want to be a party to the, you know, exclusive stuff like the extra episodes of my movie podcast that I have, as well as uh, getting to see Rap Critic episodes early where I review rap songs in a comical way but still like being that little cool and whatnot so yeah get with it act like you want it <laughs> yeah he out here uh critiquing and listening to the the, the rippity raps um so precisely so the clinical we, term what what led to to this uh uh combining of of powers you know from from three different uh living places across the city. Well, let me let me first ask Three sides you... of the map. Yeah, it's like before we get into that. How how is everybody doing today this fine uh, Sunday evening as we record? How are we do Aaron, how how are you doing, man? Oh man, I'm doing really good. Uh having a a good ass day, even a good ass week. Uh just spent last weekend with you fine gentlemen over on the East Coast of Blurred Con and uh been back's kind of been a whirlwind cuz I got thrown straight into to the working man's life again yep. and yeah it's just been pretty much grinding uh after seeing thor love and thunder inspired me to to go through the thor movies after a second view <laughs> and uh yeah i've been having a bit of a alteration in my opinion of the movie and excited to talk about that and the other content with you guys today how about you how you doing uh i'm i'm Getting better. I'm, I'm, I'm growing stronger by the day. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get into it to the blurred thing, but uh, I tested positive for COVID. Uh, Look it, at you. It, it had it, it. I mean, if y'all saw me that weekend, um, you know, statistically, it was probably bound to happen. But it. Oh yeah, no man. The way you was shaking, stinking ass on the floor, man. <laughs> Look, you was getting your life, and so I guess a little, a little bit of death got on you, you know. Like, yeah, but you know, it it got hands, but I fight back viciously with the power of a Mucinex and tissue. Yeah, boxes. what's that Rocky for? Yeah, you if know, you I'm... can change, if you can change. Everybody can change. <laughs> yeah, it's what a blue. With the slurred speech and everything, but <laughs> but no, I'm 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 getting through it. I'm doing okay. Symptoms are relatively. I've been drinking a a lot of tea and and just like Aaron, you know, I got thrown right back into the working man situation. But I've been I've been doing good. I've been staying you know masked up and safe, and I'm hoping to kick it by uh, either tomorrow or Tuesday. So being being optimistic, everybody, because uh, I'm be gone again soon. But uh, RC, how you doing, bro? How, how uh, things going you know, hopping from one thing to the next, you know, I'm doing a, 
actually working on some of my music uh, for the patrons. Uh, that's going to be uploaded to them exclusively. I got this new joint, actually two new joints that I'm working on, but one in particular where uh, I, just before recording this podcast, I actually like recorded uh, some takes to do. And if those work, we might go with them. But if not, I might have to travel to the person who I'm recording with and uh, deal with it like that, which is going to be a whole thing. But, you know, I'm trying to, trying to go with quality for this next joint, you know, I'm trying to make sure this shit's on dope, you know, so, uh, so yeah, dealing with that, reeling from a blurred con, which is fucking incredible, uh, the guests I sample panel went incredibly well, I forgot to play the, my, uh, extra secret song that I was gonna be playing, one of the songs I was supposed to be on the Patreon, so, so, hey, if you happen to hear this, uh, and, and you, you know, you now know that there's an actual secret song that I, I played for a couple of people, Oh, uh, afterwards that stayed, but uh, yeah, there, there's an extra exclusive song that, um, in the excitement of the doing the panel and how well it went, uh, I was just like, okay, well, well, okay, well, just to keep it from you know eventually getting screwed up, let's let's start packing things up. All right, we're done, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it went really well. Uh, got to re meet a couple of people, meet new people, met freaking Orlando Jones. Jesus Christ! I, I, I was oh snap! Okay. Oh my God. That was so awesome. Wait, were you there? Oh, you weren't there, were you? I don't. I, oh, I didn't see him the entire week. We can get this. Can go right into like yeah. the first thing is just like yeah. Well, we, we, we can go ahead and all that. Yeah, we, we can go ahead and, and get into that. But yeah, go ahead. I did not see him the entire weekend at all. Not once. Yeah. Somehow the whole He's weekend. Right. Oh my god, that's incredible. Oh, cause uh, we we saw him uh, the night like uh, the the first night, and then he did. A, there was a comedy night that was happening. Uh, a comedy show. Where there was like three comedians that came before, and they were all great. And then Orlando uh, tore down the house. So it was a really good first night. Uh, like I was thinking, I was going to be mostly playing video games and mm-hmm. like maybe you know meet Orlando Jones. But like I met him, had a really good ass conversation. Like like we were like just chilling and talking for like a good twenty minutes. Uh, and he like kicked game about the industry and all that sort of shit. It was like a great wow. talk. And then afterwards, like we played, a, we actually played m- way more board games than I played video games. So that was surprising. But you know, it was great playing cards against humanity and meeting people and stuff like that. And um, and then afterwards, we went to the uh, comedy sp- uh, special night, and all the comedians were great. They were fantastic. Uh, there was. Uh, did you guys happen to? No one went to go see the comedy. Huh? We we stopped in for a beat. I remember. Um... Did you, did you happen to see the lasagna nigga? <laughs> no, I somebody that was talking about going camping. I think was the one that we caught, and I think I think uh, we left for a family. Guy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the racist bear. <laughs> yeah, with, right with the racist bear. Yeah, we saw. But yeah, and also, oh yeah, the, the reason why I especially actually wanted to watch the Miss Marvel show is because uh, at one of the shows, I think it was actually that first night, uh, the Blurred Con. Thing had a thing going where they were just showing like the same three minutes of uh, commercials, which got yeah. really annoying really quickly. <laughs> and so I was just like, I just kept seeing Miss Marvel, and I'm like, okay, well I've got like you know when something just annoys you so much with the repetition, you're just like, I just got to see how this plays out now because <laughs> it just kept glaring in my face. Uh, but yeah, but you know, good night, good night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how? I guess we can we can just basically open it up. I mean, talking about how Blurred Con. So this year's theme was homecoming. Um, how did we feel about it this year? I mean, like overall, for me, I you know I tend to have a positive experience. I was doing a lot. So the, the way I navigate things is 
a lot of my people were there at the same time. Uh, Aaron, this was your first year. You know my boy, Devin. It was his second year. Uh, basically, my main goal was getting all of my people to meet all of my people. Uh, the crossover event. Uh... Yeah, it was it was a crossover event for me. I was doing a lot of that, uh, mostly the positive. There's a little bit of a drawback that I'm not going to talk about here on the show. But, <laughs> but for the most part, it was pretty good. Everybody seemed like they had fun. I, uh, you know, I got to help out you. With um, your panel, I think guess that sample went incredibly well. So I'm proud. Yeah, thank you. By the way, thank. Oh you yeah, so yeah, much. no problem. Yeah. So I'm I'm really glad for how that went. Um, I'm thinking of a panel for Aaron and I to do next year. We'll workshop that and see how far that gets. But I'm saying, yeah, try it out because it it, it was really fun to uh, oh, do uh, the whole thing. Oh yeah, and here's here's the fun fact: I was a panelist at the first BlurCon. Uh, oh word! <laughs> ironically, with the old YouTube channel we used to work with. My future panel might actually be related to that, but um, no, the panels I got to go oh, to were yeah. pretty good. Uh, I went to the Head Nerds in Charge panel. Uh, that was good. Those are some rowdy ass niggas. Um, yes, you can swear on the show. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, we went to the the oh, do Aaron? Do you want to talk about the uh, the Black Talk one we went to about growing your fan base on social media and how we? Uh, accidentally got like the took MVPs. over the yeah became the MVP oh, and, oh. Uh, not on purpose at all like, literally not on purpose it was a pure accident um do you want to talk about that one a little bit and kind of some of your experience too uh yeah 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 uh as my first blurred con and yeah it was a really cool experience I've I've been to a number of conventions over the years uh I live out here in LA in Los Angeles. So I'm used to more West Coast cons like Anime Expo, uh, Been to WonderCon, SDCC, San Diego Comic Con, and uh, uh, Los Angeles Comic Con. And I will say this is the first con I've ever been to. One at a hotel, but two that just had it's in the name, but just had so many black faces around and seeing mm. the the infusion of of culture and brought into the cosplay community. Like I saw. A prince that was Doctor Strange, you know. We saw yeah. people like Pony Tang. Oh yeah, up, and people from the Boondocks or something. Like, oh, oh my god, I saw there was con. there was this one uh, painting someone did of like Boondocks characters as My Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah. That I was, was looking shirt. at that shirt. Uh, who was that? It was on a shirt. It was a shirt. Oh no! Somebody had a, a painting like it was like. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I was, and I was wishing I could find whoever the hell that was because it was so goddamn awesome. There, there uh, I might be able to find it because I've seen it before. I need to. I need to. Yeah, find we can it. send that my way. That would yeah, because I'd be much appreciate it. I've seen it because they were selling it on the shirt. I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to get that shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a dope shirt. Uh, so I guess to talk about uh, the the black talk one real quick. It was cool, you know. It was it was informative. Get to see a black a bunch of black TikTokers kind of talking about their experience with the app and and their relationship with how they deal with mental health in relation to them being a content creator and having an audience and then being supportive of other creators who are trying to build their audience, which is really dope. And when the topic of mental health came up, or even prior to that, I was sitting in my chair thinking of a question to ask them that was probably different than tra the traditional question that you'd ask someone at a, a content creator panel 
And the question was something to the effect of how do you balance creating content on a consistent basis and upkeeping your mental health? And before I got to ask my question, the topic naturally turned into that or to that regard, because one of them talked about their uh, um, uh, disorder that they have had to deal with. Yeah, that was currently dealing with. And then, that shit got heavy. Yeah, it got real, real fast. Yeah. So then Will, <laughs> so then Will, do, do, I can't remember, do, do people know what you do? Uh, I mean, Sorry, I, I don't have a problem telling them. Um, so okay, yeah. So he he said that he was a therapist, and then the whole panel like, "What did you say?" Yeah. <laughs> so then the whole thing stopped, and they're just like, "Oh, we got a therapist in the house," and started cheering for him, doing it. Uh, went up to him after the panel, starting to get information, and whatnot, because uh, niggas. Hey, networking. He, so, uh, yeah. They did that, and then finally. Oh shit! Got, are you falling out? Uh, are you talking right now? Because I'm not hearing. Yeah, you. did we lose Aaron? Very uh, interesting. Oh, there I got is. to ask my question, and <laughs> when they started the panel, they said that someone was going to get an award, or like someone they're going to give out a prize. And when they, when it came to me asking my question, can you guys hear me? Shit, he fell out again. Uh-oh. We lost him. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. He said, now. when it came to me asking my question, yeah, what, what, what was the question sorry, and what did you win? All this suspense. Yeah. Why do these fucking apps know exactly at the most suspenseful <laughs> point to cut out someone talking? <laughs> so, okay. So, when it came to my question, I, I asked the, the mental health question, and the guy who talked about his, his uh, mental situation, he was like, I was going to surprise somebody with the. With, uh, with this item, but fuck that. I'm making you a sword. And it just took me by surprise. And, then, and people were clapping for me and the fact that I was going to get a sword because they liked my question and everything. So I was like, well, I was just, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just asking a question I was genuinely interested in yeah. to see how they would answer it. And yeah, I, I connected with uh, the creators afterwards and the same thing with Will. So yeah, we kind of, we were the MVPs of that, that panel. It was really dope. And then, uh, so that was a really highlight. That was a real highlight of the experience. And then after that, I got to go to a panel called uh, Spoken Blurred. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the audience knows here, but uh, in addition to doing nerdy content and whatnot, I'm also a poet. So I got to very go to good this poet panel. <laughs> yeah, I got to hear one of your poems when we was in the hotel. Actually, I remember that. Yeah, the, yeah, an incredibly talented poet. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so I got I got to hear some people perform, and then I, I performed myself, and it was really cool because uh, it was the first time I got to perform my work in front of a, a large majority of black audience, and I got a lot of positive yeah. reception. That's so that. cool, man. And yeah, and in addition to that, I got people were coming up to me after that con throughout the, the convention uh, saying that they, they like my stuff and they want to follow me. I'm not on social media right now, so they were saying trying to encourage me to get back on social media and everything. And I, I also do stuff with my friend Greg on the channel Real Rejects, and I got recognized a few times, and that was cool. Like, whoa. Nice. I got, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just sitting in my, my friend's house recording this this show that I was already going to watch, and then people across the country like come up to me and say they like my, the stuff that I'm doing. So that was, that was a weird It's a good feeling. <laughs> I was like, okay, people watch this. This is cool. This is awesome. Uh, and yeah, then the party part was really cool. I've never been to a, 
a convention party like that before. Oh, man. Oh, son. Son. It was wild. I've been to con since 2008, and blurred cons are consistently unmatched. <laughs> maybe because you know how we do yeah like maybe it's the demographic and the music choice but it's like I, uh, i've been going to constance i was a middle school dog i can tell you full the only thing that really compares with that is when we were on that boat and you know what the demographic of that boat was yes, <laughs> sdcc 2019 never forget that was yeah. an incredible experience but yeah i think uh, yeah, my shirt was community. literally soaked through when I when I was done with that night. I remember that shit. Yeah, I was like, damn, I feel like I just went through a water park. Oh yeah, these boys went hard, y'all. <laughs> Friday Will night is the Energizer Bunny on the dance floor. That man can dance for hours on end. I did. party animal. You, I, my feet were fried because I, I, I was telling Aaron about Friday night. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dog, rest up. You know, you might want to. Like, be careful with the partying because we're gonna do the same shit again tomorrow night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's my thing. I I didn't get to hang out with you boys uh, on Friday night because a friend of mine was visiting, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm tired. Uh, I feel like I gotta go." And I was like, "Ah, damn, gotta be responsible." All right, you know. <laughs> my my experience the second night was better anyway. So you yeah, yeah. The, the, Friday night was the house night. Saturday night was the, the turn up night where there was. <laughs> respectfully, I mean this respectfully. Niggas is wild. <laughs> yeah, we had thirty bad bitches on a stage. <laughs> Look, it they was turning up. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a uh, red man and how high. Dang, it did get a little out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a, a little out of hand. I might have got their ass ate on the stage. Oh, 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 things were firmly in hands. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> It was like it a good two hundred pounds of cake moving, yeah, uh, on stage, yeah. and that's not even talking about like the men and women and everybody else, gender regardless, in the crowd, and the audience. Oh my god, it was a beautiful look. It was it it was just it was a beautiful sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, saw some people borderline about to to turn the floor into Marvin Gaye. Oh my goodness! Uh, like, look, we're near a hotel for a reason, people. Right, and the thing is, and y'all didn't see like the end, end, end when like they packed up and cut the lights on, where they played, uh, they played Beyonce's version of uh, what's the song? You know the one I'm talking about, Frankie Beverly and Maze. Oh, um, the the, the one with the line dance. You know what I'm talking about? Line dance. Hold up. Uh, before I let go, goddamn. Before I let go. Okay. So there's a okay, there's a whole another version of the the line dance for before I let go that I had to learn on the fly <laughs> that we mm. was all doing. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, y'all switching up the dance? What's with all these extra claps and shit? Wow, wow. <laughs> well, he was now up look there. at that. Some line dance. The rest of the party that he assembled was up there, was up on the top floor, just like tapped out. We was <laughs> yeah, like we were all up there, just uh, partied out, just like communicating and and, and uh, communing and whatnot. That was like that was if, you, if you if you ever seen the the Ghostface uh, Killer music video for uh, what's the name of that song? Tommy uh, Mottola, Share Share La Ghost. You know where it's like a hotel room where it's just like a bunch of people looking passed out. <laughs> you know, similar to that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's 
that's how the nighttime like be, especially because because the game section be open twenty four hours, so people just be sitting down there playing fighting games and Super Smash. Yeah, <laughs> man, and, and that's my thing. Other people are like, you gotta watch what conventions you. Yeah, you gotta watch what conventions you go to too, because I had uh, just last month went to another convention with my friend who had just said like, oh yeah, it's a collector's convention, da da da, and, and they like. I've been spoiled by MAGFest and BlurredCon and QuirkCon where it's just like, oh, yeah, they're going to have video games where they're going to have a space over here and over there. And, and for this, it was just the trader's room. And I was just like, oh, where's the video games? Where's, where's the rest of the toys? You know? Right. <laughs> I was mad disappointed. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, so, some some cons don't be lit like that. And some yeah. do have that variation where it's like, oh, you can go over here to the video game dungeon or you can go over here to the board game or you can see the panels or you can do you know what I'm saying? Those are the ones I like the most because you were just like hopping from thing to thing and just being able to organically shape your day based on, you know, who happens by and what do you hear about? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's truly uh, it's truly a fun experience. And, and I want to try to do it more and just like just in general, try to get the get the hell out of the house and do more stuff. But, you know, money is required for that. And the way gas prices go, it seems like they're trying to make sure less and less people do that. So, man, listen, uh, so, hey man, I, if you can if you could find a way, if we could all find a way to make it out to STCC next year, that would be lit because that's a con on a different level. That is, what was that con? I don't know what that's, that? that's San Diego, Diego Comic Con, which is oh, that's the oh. convention. Which uh, networking wise, it's amazing. It's a what convention? That, that is the con like you talking conventions. Oh, that's it. That is like T we're going to parties yeah. ran by Amazon. Yeah, capital <laughs> T H E. And, uh, oh, okay. But mm, but okay, I need to start. I need to start making my way. But you you if you go, you don't go regular. That's all I'll say. <laughs> you you go with with some you don't perks. Go Vince Staples. Yeah, you don't you don't, you go with yeah, a couple perks. Oh, okay. Right. So, yeah, we went to the yacht party and we left with a T-shirt, a goodie bag, and a phone and a portable charger. You left with a T-shirt. I had it. I had the charger and the goodie bag. <laughs> I left with all of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you... Well, you didn't get a t-shirt? Oh, that was, t-shirt? No, that's what you kept saying. You're like, you didn't get a t-shirt? I'm like, oh, I didn't even know there was goose eggs in this bitch till the end. Man, wow. I remember it. You just left day. your homeboy out to dry. That's cold, right, blooded. But, but no, it's just... I don't even remember that, to and we, they were the Drinks were flowing, my boy. Yeah, and we, and we, <laughs> and we got a couple, like, uh, uh, industry people that, that, that we're mutuals with, so I always try to, you know, reach out to them, see how they're doing. I, I might... I need to try and get them on the show at some point because they're very like talented people, like uh, Cheyenne, who I think actually works for Funimation now. So, shout out to shout out to uh, Cheyenne, who um, yeah, she does work for Funimation, Amazon. She's also director and has her own indie project. So shout shout out to her. I'll I'll tag her social. That's awesome. She's yeah, she's cool as peoples. Um, and does dope content. And then our, our other homie, uh. Jazz, who does like I think she does game development and stuff, and and she does the YouTube channel, uh, pretty pretty brown and nerdy. Uh, so oh, they they're good peoples, but um, yeah, I mean, talking about blur. Oh, how was uh for you, RC? I mean, how was the cosplay competition? Uh, cosplay competition was cool. Um, oh my god, there was this one guy who had been working on a um, what do you call it? Been working on uh, 
what's that thing where you uh, like the 3d printing yeah he would be like 3d printing this armor for like nine months we had met him and I, I forgot what the name of the costume character was it was something that sounds like like big boy or something like that but it's like this red intense fucking costume and we had, uh in fact i think we saw him when we were playing cards against humanity remember he was like lying down because mm-hmm. he was just, just been in that costume when he had been hot all day it wasn't the dude and, in the in the big monster hunter costume was it yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah the I one. saw him with the J- he had the Jays on. He had the matching Jays. Yeah, he didn't win. Wow, the person so who won was uh, someone doing a uh, they did uh, the female JoJo butterfly costume. And I was like, man, I mean, uh, it's cool. Oh no, because I saw him walking around. Because that's why I remembered him. I'm like, yo, he turned a dragon into some goddamn basketball shoes. That's disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> but yo, dragons out here. And, and there was another woman who had a, I forgot what, I think it was from Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like a red thing with a top hat and like skeleton looking things oh, that were like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the band shoddy. I know who she is. That looked really cool. I was like, man, that shit, that one should have won. And there was a whole bunch of people. I love it. When you get those people who look like, I think someone was like Angel Woman from Digimon, which was yeah. fucking awesome. Whenever you get the joints with like the huge wings and they're always like walking sideways and shit, like. <laughs> like, cause they gotta get through crowds, and they're just like, "Excuse me," and it's like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Like, if you took a picture of this con, this place looks incredible. But if you actually see it in motion, it's just kind of silly. This person having to go, like, "Pardon me," like they're like they only work in like two D, you know, like right. they're a two D sprite character. <laughs> yeah, the 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 biggest thing about uh, learn about like character design is. For cosplayers, you can determine, okay, maybe this shit wasn't supposed to be seen in the third dimension, which is how I discovered how some of these Marvel <laughs> costumes do not hold up that well to scrutiny in real life, which, um... Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it, it's like shit that looks good on a, uh, on a, uh, you know, comic doll book. or in a cartoon doesn't necessarily, yeah, map on a human body that yeah, moves around. that... <laughs> I might leave. I mean, was there anything I else we want? We got a vendetta against Sam Wilson. Will <laughs> not just Sam. <laughs> Did we want to go into our first topic, kind of on that note, <laughs> talking about rough-looking sure. costumes and visuals? Oh wait, now which one are you talking about? I'm talking about Thor. <laughs> I'm talking about Thor. I'm on your ass. Oh, we're coming out the gate with it, huh? <laughs> I, I am on that ass because. <laughs> Boy, where to start and where to begin? This movie is decisive. Oh, um, oh boy, or love and thunder. It really annoys me how much like I was actually looking forward to this and yeah. like going like, oh man, we're gonna have another you know fun romp. And like I'm okay with having fun, but the issue is like, okay, let's just we gonna. Yeah, full spoiler. Full spoiler talk for Thor: Love and Thunder. If you ain't seen it, go see it and come back. Get with it, Uh, but maybe don't because (laughs) maybe wait. Maybe wait till it hits Disney Plus as well. (laughs) Because, like, I'm just thinking this movie. Okay, I'm going to this movie. I'm thinking we're gonna have a good time, and it's just gonna be like you know, it's either gonna be fun or you know, it's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy. It's fun, but there's gonna be a little bit of heart underneath it. That like, oh, you can't deny it. You know what I'm saying? But with this movie, it like. Hits you so hard with trying to do like serious, like first of all, okay, the you know the first scene with uh gore, uh or cor- there's too many or characters, yeah. Thor, core gore, <laughs> uh, mighty Thor, mighty Thor. like 
Yeah, okay. So who Our is... Lord. <laughs> yeah, who who is played by Christian Bale? Gore. Gore the God Butcher. Gore the alleged God okay, Butcher. That's Gore. Yeah, who the God killed one guy. Yeah, the alleged God Butcher. So like, yeah, it starts off like super serious with, you know, like, oh man, this man's trapped in the desert, you know, like taking care of his child. Oh, you know, like he loses her. And then he comes across the gods. Uh, what, what, a god that's supposed to be his god just happens to be chilling in the desert. Who apparently, was within reach. <laughs> like they could have gotten to this person eventually, I guess. And he's like, "Oh my god, you're our god! Give, please help! Give me something! My daughter's dying!" And he's like, "Fuck that! <laughs> I'm a god! I don't give a shit what you want!" And it's like, but, but it's so like silly. On the, like first of all. These graphics, and I remember my friend Ivan was like pointing at that the whole time. Oh, like, why does this look like it, the production of a television show instead of like a movie? You know what I'm saying? But um, but you know, I was kind of like going like, you know what, man? Like I can ride with it on the like, like there are movies from like 30 years ago or 50 years ago that kind of have like clear matte backdrops, and you know, like what? That's kind of like the charm, like whatever, you know. So I'm like, I can hope with it. Yeah, they, they were they were in the volume. Yeah, but I'm just trying to like pay attention to this plot, and like it's like okay, so they just happened to slay the the god butchered with the sword just just right before you came. Oh wow, we you just missed uh, this epic battle. Yeah, it was awesome with the sword that's right over there. And oh yeah, I guess we're not gonna bother like I don't know putting that somewhere that no one could get it or like destroying it or something. Now we're just gonna eat for a while. And I guess just allow it to get into Gore's hands so we can kill yeah. me like a fucking dumbass. Yeah, I, it was just like he didn't didn't try to move it or anything. It's like uh, he's he's weak and inferior. What's the uh, he's yeah yeah? But it's like you see it getting into his hands, and it's like Wait, it, okay, so this thing no, can move smooth like, slid up in there too. <laughs> did you not? Yeah, I was like, did you yeah, not did. just fight someone with this thing? What were we saying, Aaron? What were we saying? Yo, something I noticed on the second time watching it. So the whole thing with why he gets the sword is because it's calling to him, right? Yes. And like, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it's talking to him when he's there. To but it starts to call to him while he's in the desert with his daughter. But they never explain why it calls him specifically. It just—it's just something I, he starts to hear. I guess he's near it. He's near, I, I guess, but like, there's, I feel like there's a deeper mythology to this sword that we don't know about. They just never care to explain. Well, oh yeah, I mean, there's so much. Yeah. Feel, like, like I said, uh, that someone was just slain, and it's just like, oh my god. Like, uh, I, I think someone was after we watched the movie. Someone was talking about how, like, oh yeah, this could be related to the, you know, the Venom symbiote. Yeah, that that uh, was me because sword. the the um all black the Necro Sword is a symbiote. It's it's yeah. at least okay in the in the comics. It's a symbiote wielded by a uh, null who's like this deep old elder god son of a bitch. <clears throat> yeah, but but that's neither here nor there as far as the narrative goes. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's just like it was just someone who previously tried to kill him with the sword, and you know, here's your turn to to try to kill him. And uh, apparently, these gods like don't have any self sense of self preservation, like because he was just able to slide right into his head. He just slid it right into his like. Neck and he killed him, and it was like, okay, I guess this God Butcher is gonna be easier. Than I, did no one just think to do it before? Like, what's going on? Why is it? Why was it that easy to kill a God? Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. So I guess, I guess plot wise, let, let's start from the from the beginning. So we have like Gore, which to all things considered, I mostly like the opening, the visuals on. I do like it. That's my thing. Like, I enjoy it for the stakes <clears throat> that it built of this character. Of like, oh yeah, this is this guy who's got it out for the God. Right. 
you know, like <laughs> the supreme atheist, so, never meet your heroes. Exactly. You know, and do the thing. And then it's kind of says something to say, well, Thor's a god, like, okay, we're gonna start having a conversation about it's like, well, in this universe, we seem to know that gods are real and they some of them seem to not be answering people's prayers. So like, oh, is there gonna be like a reckoning? Is there gonna be a moment where we have to like, you know, yeah. confront that? Is the movie gonna like talk about that? It's like we're gonna make some jokes so let's make some jokey jokes oh right after stage four cancer whoa 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 there so it's like yeah we got we got gore who ends up getting the necro sword and he kills i guess the god rapu is evidently his name um and his little and, and the, the, the thing gives him evil powers and it, it's that yeah. thing like in doctor makes thing, him ashy like, as all oh. shit uh, but you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's like a God of War thing. Uh, but y- you know, it's like the uh, oh, you were evil before and clearly already had a motivation. But this item is making you even more evil. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's, I mean, is it? I don't know. It's like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like wanting to get rid of all gods because of essentially turning into a blasphemer because you felt rejected by that that you worshipped your entire life is a pretty solid motivation enough. I don't think the sword needs yeah. to really. I mean, yes, it, the, it's the first symbiote. It's corrupt. The crazy part. The, the sword is, like, is the internet that pulls him on the dark side of the internet. It's, it's Reddit. Right. Yeah, exactly. The crazy it's, part. It's the dark web or whatever. The Go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead, Aaron. Name. Yo, the, the sword. This in a different movie. This motherfucker would be the main character of the story. Yeah, yeah. it would be like we're fucking Soul Caliber. Yeah, like this. Yeah, this would be like or in God of War. Which, but they don't give him enough to be interesting enough to be some uh, a character to co-lead them. Which movie. is a shame because one of the things I, I said to y'all is like Christian Bale is an incredible method actor without being oh, yeah. a douchebag about it. Because like yeah, right. this whole movie, I was just fully engrossed. I'm like, oh yeah, he's good. I like the perform. Like I'm not seeing like I know it's Christian Bale because of casting. But I'm not like seeing that on the screen. But what I should have gotten oh, was Patrick yeah. Bateman in space. That's what I should have gotten. Yeah. That's this like nihilistic atheist who doesn't give a shit because he has nothing left to lose. Like he's lost his love, literally, and he's lost his faith. Right. And, and that should that's and, that's and, a know, great he, motivator. And you know, here's the thing: they keep paying lip service, to, like, like I said in the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, this item is corrupting them; it's making them more evil. But like, I want to see that borne out in the dialogue. Right? Yeah, like, I, I would love it if there was like a scene of like, you know, maybe they're thinking more rationally, but then a part of them goes like, no, and gives them a more irrational thought. It's like, well, you know, like, hey, maybe they have a point about it. like we don't need to go this far. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, but then I might need to do this. And, and so if I need to save my daughter, then this needs to happen because, yeah. you know, like showing the actual the corruption take place. Out yeah, seeing how they're logically falling. Because this happens to people. This is real. Yeah. You know, people do, you know, the uh, road to hell is paved with good intentions. How many people, like, you know, you think it's a noble cause, right? Like, oh, you know, if these religions are going to be, you know, false and, and bad for us and just living on top of us just to, just to you know, get, uh, just to be worshipped, then, then damn the gods. Then, you know, to hell with you, yeah. as, as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would say in that one movie, you know? Yeah, and, and like, to, to your point, like, you could have leaned, you could have leaned into, I'm not saying the movie can't have fun, and I think that was, I think that's part of my, as we, as we work through the plot and everything, my, my biggest issue with the movie is that I walked into it being like, oh, this is probably, like, gonna be 
family movie where like everyone can enjoy it and it had this moment, but it was more of a children's movie. Yeah, it was a children's movie. But it's like it's you can have fun without undercutting. Movie. You can have fun without undercutting the the uh, yeah the the seriousness, the weight, and the stakes. Yeah, because Pixar movies do it all the time. I'm sorry, there's no excuse. So you know, like Aaron, what were you saying? But it's also not a kids movie in the fact that ah, okay. no, you're right, you're right, because they talk about orgies. Oh, there's bro, cancer, bro. They talk about ah, orgies. They talk about blasphemy against religion. Yeah. They talk about <laughs> cancer, but there's also like this lighthearted kid thing. I'm like, what do you? Yeah, want? it's it's not. And this this comes into I think what makes the movie most divisive is. The way humor is handled, because uh, here's an issue, in my opinion, with, with the humor in the movie is when it lands, it's good. But when it bombs, it yeah. bombs hard. Yeah, and the problem is, is that, yeah, the problem is that it just keeps going a mile a minute. It, there's there's no sense that a couple of jokes maybe were left on the cutting room floor. It feels like everything was they, they kept it. They kept it all in. Laugh. Yeah, um, Aaron, what were you saying? You know what I realized is that Taika Waititi, twice now, is in a way pulled a Ryan Johnson. And let me explain. What I, 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 I follow where you're going, but continue. Flush it out. Follow you. So, at the beginning of Thor Ragnarok, he does this twice in both films. At the beginning mm-hmm. of, well, first of all, let's start with the end of Thor uh, the Dark World, where it ends with we thinking Loki's dead, and then we find out Loki's on the throne, and like, oh, what shenanigans are gonna become of that? And then as soon as Thor Ragnarok begins, they undo that or wrap that up in like a span of five minutes for us to move on to the next plot. And at the end of Endgame, they establish that Thor is going with the Guardians to try to find himself. In the beginning of this movie, they wrapped it up in five minutes to move on. Come on, bro. It was ten minutes. The thing that they set up. Okay, fine. It was ten minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. But you're right. The thing that the last artist established breathe before you knock it down and do something else. Can we let things They both introduced interesting things, but he didn't, like, play with that because he wanted to do what he wanted to do. Can I just say this right now? The fact that, like... Does anybody die in this movie? Uh, the like, the there, one obvious one. There's god butcher. <laughs> Gore and one god. Oh, yeah, that you see off screen. Yeah, and then like... Yeah, I was like, wait. Because I, I had the moment that's like, oh my god, oh. there's a scene where uh, it seems like Core uh, 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 is about to die. The rock man. Yeah. And then, oh no, no, he's fine. It's just his face. They, oh, here, they well, let's do it. Cute, him. Cutesy little awful looking... Um, fucking gopro thing i hate that every time i see gopro in a movie. it looks like we're cutting to fucking youtube and someone died like in the batman movie when it's like oh, oh i'm diving off the bridge I actually i didn't i didn't mind costume. it there i didn't mind it in this one i, I just i wish they would have let korg die so they could take it a little just to, i know they're not going to kill him because it's taika watiti and he needs the extra check but it's like for fu- then just don't useless. do it. He didn't That's do anything thing. in the entire movie except no, because you're right. Because he, there, he didn't actually contribute to the, the whole sequence. Is his fault because they were disguised and they're like halt. Who is that? And Korg is like, oh, they're right here. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, did you really do that, <laughs> bitch? Did you just sell them <laughs> out on a serious mission right now? What? Which you know, he contributed literally nothing to the plot except for that moment. But also, if we speak into that moment, two things. One, Russell Coe is actually really funny. Really, he was funny. he was actually great. I in thought that. he was really funny. I hate it. This is a perfect example. I thought he was great in what he was doing. It was a great scene. But then I was thinking, 
how the hell is this going to connect to what's happening? Because, like, okay, we go, we're in omnipotent city. All the gods are here. Yeah. All the gods. Yes, that religion, too. Whatever yep. religion you were thinking the of, bow, they are here. Uh, Bast was there, and... evidently. Evidently, she was there, sitting right in front of, like, uh, fucking Mighty Thor. Just yeah, didn't I mean, want to tell oh, us by, who by was the all there. We don't know who this by is. The way, did... Did, didn't uh, just a side note, just Peppy didn't decide to play Paradise City here. What the hell? How is oh this my god not the time to play? Paradise You're right. City? What a way! I not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but but oh, never mind that because I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to tell you guys about the fact that it's like omnipotent city. Like all of the gods. I'm like yes, all of the gods. And yet when this thing happens, when it's just like oh, they need to sneak in. Oh. You need to sneak into omnipotent city where all the, where all the gods omnipotent, can see everything. Omnipotent showing everything. How would you sneak in? And that <laughs> which, that, that would have been that would have been a perfect beat for Gore to you know follow through on some of his shit in and kill God and, and kill some. <laughs> oh my! I was thinking okay, some bitches when, I, when I was watching the scene. Yeah, when I was watching the scene, I was thinking like, yo, wouldn't it be crazy if there was some like sort of like crossover with like uh. Uh, uh, Gore stole Ant-Man's technology and actually, you know, the whole time when we keep cutting back to it, it's like, well, where is uh, where is it this whole time? What is this fucking Tim, Bur Tim Burton contraption that these kids are sitting in? What if it was actually like, oh, he shrunk down to like a really small like oh, level okay. and he's actually on Thor's back and then when they come in, he like grows up and then oh. starts slaying all the gods. Because well, he, like he, there's a whole thing where they're like... Move in shadows. We, he you doesn't even need all that shit. They're, they're after you. you can, he can huh? move in shadows. He doesn't even need to do all that. He could just pop out of shadow. Something, yes, yeah, some reason to have this big scene. Like this is clearly a set piece that's set up. But you know what ends up happening instead? Thor kills Zeus, and you're like, whoa, goddamn, that's pretty intense. Oh, but no, he didn't because at the end he's just alive. And Not even like, that is the fact that no one's gonna die. What the fuck is the point? They under because. I'm okay with the, the, like, fake out of, like, is Zeus alive or not, but, again, it got undercut with the joke, because the, the goats came in, bleeding first, through the window, like, yeah. you know, into the fight. You know what I think? Uh, wait, so, but... Yeah, I think uh, that they... Well, I think that what they should have done after the whole killing Zeus thing, I feel like they should have taken a note from Guardians 2. Where after the guardians fuck over the sovereign and then they come back into the movie later, I think that yeah, would that's really cool. That's what I yeah, thought they were gonna do. I thought maybe they're gonna like, do something like that. Like I, I thought yeah. they were gonna come back and like that was gonna be the army to be like, hey, we're taking this shit too. You could have still had the stuff with the kids. That could have. Okay, remember that episode of Rick and Morty where they like they they like end up destroying this whole world that they thought was like really evil and face hugger or something yeah. like that, and then they have to come back to get summer, and then they think they can just casually walk through, and then he's like. Oh my god, it's Ooh, those guys literally yo, the worst people yeah. ever. You know, I'm like it would have been great to have a beat also, like that, uh, you know? And uh, now and I bring up Rick and Morty bro. because there's a specific beat that they steal where they go to the planet, you know, it's like, oh, here's this planet, and oh, it's a little smaller than you think it is. I was like, I know you took that from Rick and Morty, like you, <laughs> you know, know like you know what I, yo, you know what I just realized? Because you know how the gods didn't come back and the, the at all purpose of them whatsoever going there was to get the Thunderbolt. Mm. Bruh. When you realize the post-credit scene, it just hit me right now. That entire second act in Magnificent City, that wasn't to further the story of Thor 4. That was to entirely set up for Thor 5. Oh, God. They spent the entire oh, second act setting up for the next Thor movie. Like, that makes yeah. sense because yeah, with how they end it, with it's just like, again, destroying any stakes. If you thought being killed 
at all mattered, which they take it all away anyway. Oh, the afterlife is t- totally there, so it's who, fine. Whoever's. It doesn't matter who is going to die anyway. Who, you know, it's like, I, I thought they were at least going to do... Okay, remember that one woman that they show earlier in the movie who's like, oh, you know, her oh, arm... Yeah, been, that was Lady Sif, yeah. who we haven't seen for, like, two movies. And they're like, We oh, haven't oh, seen her in years, seen her like and then... She's yeah. here, and then she's gone. It's like this should be a kind of huge and, and, thing. And her arm gets ripped off. It's one of his best and friends. Remember they make a, yeah, and remember they make a joke about going like, uh, "Oh, maybe your arm is in Valhalla." I thought maybe they since it's going to be a movie of jokey jokes. I thought at the end we were going to see arm. His, like yeah. her arm, like sort of like yeah, sitting in a waiting pose, like you know <laughs> that that would have been kind of funny. That it, it's a brick, it's a brick this, joke. Like, if it's we're going to set up an joke, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, let's just go all out. You know. Okay, like, so so two things. Uh, one, when we got Thor's butt cheeks. We were absolutely robbed, and it's just like, don't make me flick your friends too. And they just take the cloaks off. I'm like. I'm yeah, like, take like, it, you raggedy well, bitch! Right. We was robbed! <laughs> we, look! Look, it's gonna be PG-13. No, I don't yeah. give a fuck. You could be PG-13 with <laughs> with men's cheeks, women's cheeks, non-binary cheeks. Yeah. I am equal opportunity for booty meat. I'm a connoisseur, goddammit, and we was robbed. <laughs> I can only get that shit in Westworld now, but... Yeah. Also, <laughs> but then the question becomes, it's like, again, like, this um, omnipotent city! <laughs> And they can't, nobody can tell who these people are without having to flick their robes off. Okay, fine. And then this whole fight scene takes it. None of the other gods do anything. Nah, they're just chilling. My name Paul, and that's between y'all. They- <laughs> um, but uh, look, I feel like we could have skipped our Nimbus and just cut to like, you know, the thing like, all it- we gotta go to our Nimbus city. What's the worst that can happen? And then cut to them <laughs> leaving with. Cutting, going through the thing with the, the lightning. You know, I was gonna, yeah, it only really yeah. set up the fact that Thor get Thor get else. Zeus's lightning bolt, and you didn't really have to do. You could have easily just made that scene. He goes to his palace and asks, and super Greek accurate Zeus accurate Russell Crowe says yes, and and had the same like, or maybe no, and like he has to steal it or something. Yeah, and it, it could have like, been like it didn't have to be the whole pantheon of every god, which was an opportunity to do a bunch of cool cameos, but. We don't know who any of these gods are until you like Google search or have people that dig their heels into the dirt reading the credits through screen grabs. It's like, and and you know what it is? It's more about like it's more about the fan service of oh my god, look at the presentation and how cool this looks, as opposed to wait, does this work? Now that we've introduced yeah. that all of these gods are here and do exist and just kind of like out, oh yeah, geez. Well, now all of humanity and all of these people have a right to be angry at all of them because, yeah, the, uh, what, Thanos snapped. What, no, none of these guys decided to get off the ass when that happened. Ah, like, uh, you got it. Like, like the only the only ones we recognized were uh, Celestials at the dead end, and that was just a sight gag. Right. What were you going to say, Aaron? I take two problems with uh, with Gore past the intro of this movie. Only two. One, the fact that. Uh. <laughs> well, two big okay. ones specifically. One, the fact that Gore's whole thing is the fact that all gods must die because they don't care about me and they don't care about humanity or they don't care about right. life and whatnot. So his plan is to go to Asgard to goat out Thor and use his care against the people against him, and then take kids who he will who he's banking on. He that. People that he cares about to go save when his whole thing oh, is gods like, don't care about people. Wait, yeah, that's 
<laughs> let's take it back to this for a second, actually, because yeah, this is a really big... The whole Shadow okay, let, sequence really felt let's like... Let's talk about that a, while we're talking about visual yeah, effects. Yeah, I checked that. They, they, be, be, because, okay, first I couldn't of all, see the fight. The motivation. I could not see that fight. What, 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 okay, after, yeah, look, this, that. But I'm just talking about the motivation of this character. He's kidnapping all of these kids. I'm thinking, like, oh, is the point that, like, oh, man, are we going to get dark? Is the point that he kidnaps them to lure them out, and then he, like... We like, you know, either kills the kids or is like using, like trying to scare them to get them to be like, you know, stop believing in these gods. You know, maybe trying to get them to be his followers. You know, like some sort of dynamic happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, of like, you know, I'm trying to use their fear, you know, to for some, just some sort of reason why you would need to kidnap these kids in, uh, other than, ha ha ha, I kidnap the kids because I'm the big bad guy and that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, there's no reason why he's doing, like, using them for leverage. Give me the fucking, uh, 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 give me the Bifrost uh, creator and I'll give you back the kid. Something, you know what also, I'm saying? Did anyone else find it weird? Because I noticed it both time I watched it, but this first time I'm vocalizing, vocalizing okay. it, is the fact that every time Thor would go to the vision of to Axel, Gore just happened to not be there. No, no, I, I, I noticed that too. He was just like, like where? not oh, around. Be a scene where why is like, he just gone? Like, why is why is? Wait, I, I, was he out he killing be, like, other gods off too, screen right? that we didn't get to see? He's like, nigga, where are you? Like, that that would have made sense if it's just like it's like, oh my god, are you safe? Where's Gore? It's like, um, it's like we believe he might have gone to another planet to slaughter them, and then you cut to him just like cutting bitches down. That would have right. been really. That would have been so right. like. Right. But oh no, we've got to have a whole bunch of scenes about Thor joking with kids because it's the fourth movie and we got to keep the kids it's laughing like, in the audience, I guess. We don't want to show Gore the God Butcher killing killing other gods because which is what kids would want to see. And why did you make Gore the God Butcher? The I would, yo, why was he the because he has a <laughs> if you want to make has a, a great motivator. It's a it's a great performance. It's a great concept execution. Mm was not giving what it was supposed to give and that makes me very disappointed uh particularly yeah. not only he clearly you wasn't know what giving he could have been you know what he could have been in a way this may sound like a strange analogy at first but he could have been like what black I was going to say the same shit killmonger was black yeah. panther he was he yeah. could have been the black panther he could have been the killmonger to you're absolutely right okay. I, was I was thinking, thinking the same yeah. thing he should have been because it's like you have you have Thor, who's yeah. essentially in like one. His whole arc should have been uh, the acceptance phase of grief, because when you talk about loss, out of everyone in the MCU, Thor has lost the most shit, including this movie. Like, yes. A man who's living Ooh. forever, Ooh. apparently, and yeah, has lost all uh, most of the people that we know in the time that yeah, we have in, met in the past like his past <laughs> 20 crazy. years has been ass he lost his mm -hmm. eye he lost his dad mom brother most of his teammates uh his best friends except for one like his his girl two times <laughs> physically and metaphorically yeah. or emotionally it's like he lost he he lost his hammer for a hot minute, like, he keeps taking L's. And we're not, yeah. like, they do a good job staying on it between Infinity War and Endgame. I really like what his arc was between those movies. Um, I like kind of his arc in, like, Thor 1. For, for all its flaws, like, I, I like his willingness to kind of engage with grief in Thor 2. 
kind of engaged with grief. Um, but like, it's interesting you bring that up because I'm actually rewatching the Thor movies for the first time in years, and I kind of had a realization as I'm watching them. This motherfucker never wanted to be king. Like outside of the first movie, like he wants nothing to do. It's with fine. The he just wants to do. I, this I'm fine. I, I like King Valkyrie. Really I wish she had more to do. Because <laughs> I, I really it, it like her. Like it it's matter. a shame that the movie doesn't. Yeah, it seems like it just doesn't matter because she's like, oh, but I, I don't want to do just this, you know, uh, uh, stuff on the battlefield. No, I, I don't want to just do all this bureaucracy. I want to, you know, be back in in charge in battle. And then it's like, oh, now you have a chance to be back in battle, Ep- epic fight of your life. And then she kind of gets stabbed through the liver, and she's like, oh, oh no, I don't want. They benched anymore. her. I'm gonna go back. They I'm benched like, her right. When she was doing cool. Like she has like a got. Goddamn- okay, so let's let's get back to uh, the the introduction of the mighty Thor. Go wait. ahead. But wait, I yeah, finish your oh, thought. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to talk about that. So, yeah, the, so the through line through the Thor movies, in spite of the, the tonal inconsistencies and whatnot, is the fact that this man that started off his journey with him about to become king. And mm. the entire time, for one re- reason or another, he's been kept from the throne until Thor 3, where him having the throne is essentially forced upon him. And then immediately, and then immediately with the next movie, he loses the throne, or with uh, not loses it, but uh, well, yeah, Asgard is torn he's from king, him. And then he because Ragnarok is the destruction of yeah, it. It is, it? yeah, Ragnarok's the destruction of it. But then he's technically king through the five years, and he's miserable because he's he's all consumed by the fact that they right. lost. So I think, I think his arc could and should be him trying to find purpose is. He's never wanted to be king, and then Thor Ragnarok, it was forced right. upon him. I think it should be the choice of him wanting to rule. I think that should eventually be where his arc should go, is the fact that he wants to be king, and he feels like he's... Like, maybe he has a, he has a civic duty to, like, make the world a better place. But Not only like, a duty, but a desire. Yeah, because... Yeah, because, because like, the Asgard... I mean, l- l- let's talk for a second. The Asgard that he is in, in uh, control of right now, it looks like a low-rent Disney. But that's the point. Like, it's is a tourist that- attraction. It's literally a tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah. But Infinity Cone, such a weird. Like at first, I was like, "Ha ha, that's funny." I was but like, I'm like, "No, that's that, weird." That, that's weird. tied with a traumatic event in this universe. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> would you really want to make a cutesy ice cream cone place oh, the, out of the, the Infinity? Right, was it like Infinity having, Stone? Like, a nine eleven jumpy. Right, that'd be like having a a nine eleven like yeah, uh, jumpy. Yeah, it's pool like, oh yeah, the 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 Auschwitz skating rink. Oh no! It's like, yeah. Don't you want to come check out the gift shop at it? Uh, you know where the non-king bombing happened or some shit. Yeah, we. Oh god, and we sell milkshakes and yeah, it's uh, like it's like it's like Zyklon Blue. You literally named an ice cream shop after a mass genocide. <laughs> like that's a little yeah, a little like straight up with that. Like that, it, it went, it's like yeah, they came back. It's like that is what is happening. Yeah, but shit, why has it been the same since? Or like and if they made like partition VR. Right. The you ever wonder what it's been, to, what it was like to go through slavery? Well, on this ride. Yeah. Now here's the thing: if they Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman, that's actual underground well, I'm railroad. Because like, isn't that what they're doing? This the, this whole movie's supposed to be like, oh, we're so jaded, nothing matters. It's like if they're really gonna do that, you know, don't fuck around with it. Do it expeditiously. Like make the movie about that, and then have this character who's like, oh shit. To this one guy, Gore the God Killer, nothing matters. 
you know, absolutely nothing matters. And so, like, now that really well, and, means something. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, can, I can only presume that what was attempted to be done is you're trying to offset the darkness and grimness and apathetic nihilism that is, like, Gore's philosophy to, the, to like, the universe and having it compare against somebody that's optimistic and jovial in, despite how much he's overcome. That's what the parallel should have been right. about just like hope and optimism versus nihilism and pessimism, which you can, which, which is interesting yeah. because of the power dynamic between the human who worship, who used to worship gods and the God himself. That's, that's a really interesting dynamic of someone that has all the power being the beacon of optimism, despite, you know, all of life's misgivings and the person that has been downtrodden and, you know, given up, given up all of his hope because he put faith in that higher power. That's a really interesting philosophical yeah. dynamic that we didn't get because it's just entirely imbalanced because we don't get enough of war. I, I was just really thinking the scene where they go to the colorless world. The, the shadow realm. Up. <laughs> it, yeah, it felt like a conversation almost happened. That could have really meant something. And it was set about, up like, perfectly, you know, like, like, especially when he catches the three of them and he's just monologuing, going, which it's a good scene. I enjoyed the Shadow Realm, as dumb a name for that planet it is. Yeah, but Thor never really has a response for anything he says. No. You know? It's Stormbreaker, give him what he wants. He's like, uh, I'm focused yeah. on getting out of here. It's like, no, no, you need, you should have had the villain just be like, you know, you're a raggedy mutt. He's like, when is the last time you visited the people that have prayed to you? When is the last time you've acted? When is the last time you've, like, oh. walked around Earth? You know? Right. There's still, like, no, no shade, no disrespect. There are people that still worship the North gods to some capacity. Like, there's Norse pagans that exist. Right. Well, you know, so... To yeah, this day! And, and oh, nigga, oh. you're alive! You're real! Like, they can see you on the news! Yeah. So... Or... Now, if it's this question of like, maybe, hey, as guardians are as people, like I said, we could have that philosophy of like, you know, that's coming up against him being a god who is trying to care for his people yeah, and is trying to do something. You know, you know I really liked if if Asgard wasn't the, the tourist attraction, but Asgard itself was actually semi struggling. Mm, like, like, yeah, like she was holding it down, but Asgard was actually kind of struggling, and he was in combination with him being the buffoon that he is at the beginning mm. of the movie, like mm -hmm. the temple and whatnot. And the fact that he is, he, he thinks he's doing good while being lost and not knowing what the fuck he, he wants in life. But he's actually the type of person that Gore is actually against and, yeah. and realizing that he needs to change. And, and you know, you know what part of maybe Valkyrie's art could have been uh, her trying to see if she can receive the Odin force. Because Thor doesn't have it but like, but she's king, she's the king of Asgard. So rightfully so, it yeah. should be her power, and that's how she could have been involved in the third act. And you could have mirrored because in the comics, evidently, it takes like three uh, Thors to fuck up Gore even a little bit. So it's like, oh, you could have mirrored wow. that by having the mighty Thor, regular Thor, like Thor Odinson, and then Odin Force Valkyrie. Would that not have been the dopest shit? Yeah. And all the kids, fuck it. Throw what the kids way. in there. Throw that pantheon of all those other <laughs> gods in there. You could have had like this rainbow of we are all united by our faith. You know, we're, like we're not giving Ooh. up because it's not. It's not about like faith in a in a biblical Abrahamic sense, but it's like 
faith that together we are stronger than your nihilism. You believe there is no mm. higher purpose, so we create that purpose by empowering ourselves. Oh. Is that right. not cool? Right. And every the kids get in on it. Like yeah, it's a lesson for the kids, a lesson yeah, because, for the adults. Because you know, the, the kids like, get Thor's power, the gods are helping out because it's like, oh, we hear you calling out to us. Let's come like like a parent coming to help a child. It's like you're you've been telling me you need help. And I finally come back from the corner store. You know, like treat it like that shit because it's like, yeah, one person is going to have have doubt, but it's not so much about it's like you're not strong because you believe in me. But the fact that you have that level of conviction in yourself and you didn't give up. That's the tenacity of your own spirit. I sound like a fucking pastor. You know, these, these are philosophical ideas that it's not like someone's hiding. No, them. like you could. It doesn't have to be like have a big thing. Like you know, it doesn't have to be like Tenet <laughs> or some big Christopher Nolan. Like, what is the ethos of the? It's like no, you can do that in a fucking kids movie. <laughs> it's very easy. Yeah. Uh, now, now, okay, so let, let's get to Lady Thor's Yeah, my, whole my, thing Mighty Thor's I, deal in, in the cancer subplot. I was so annoyed by this in the sense of, like, because, like, they kind of introduced, oh, she has stage one cancer. Okay, wow, that's pretty intense. This is, this is really, like, we're going to go here. Okay, what are we going to do? And then it's, like, she, like, happens to crack open a couple of uh, books on Norse mythology and is going, like, Oh wait, Mjolnir can uh, have can can grant uh, uh, health and you know wellness to to anyone who possesses it. Oh wow, that's kind of interesting. I should go. Uh, however, the hell she's gonna I, get I guess to she get this thing. Knew, whatever the, she gets the new Asgard to see. Yeah, yeah, and th then she's able to do that, and um, then she uh, what was it? Oh yeah, like I think about it, and it's like okay, so. This movie plot device thing, where it's like, oh, the thing works for her, but it, it, uh, uh, but oh, it actually is zapping her strength and it's making her even weaker. It's like, no, 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 you said it granted health and wellness, but oh, but at a cost, like, what the fuck is uh, this monkey all, all shit? And I'm uh, sorry, we can talk to Mjolnir and oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the can Thor have a all word? The, all the weapons like, are sentient no, bro, now, honestly. Can we not work? Honestly, here's here's how you fix it for that one scene. All it should have said is that uh, Mjolnir offers strength. You didn't have to. It's because mm. they use the word health that we're going to fixate on it. But had, right. had it just said strength with like no additional context to us as the viewer, it's like, oh well, it did make her strong at a cost. And and sure. it's like, okay, and that and you can easily like bullshit your way around. It's like, well, it said strength. It didn't say health. It didn't say. If I recall But you know it, it did say good health But they also just like Zoomed in on like six words Of like an yeah, entire of, page right, of Yeah book. and it was like <laughs> is that all the research She did That's all I did to hear baby <laughs> Say less <laughs> And less <laughs> said. That's, that's another scene yeah, we really were unfortunately that they tradition. cut apparently that and there's behind the scenes of it we didn't see her first transformation which is which sucks because i was actually excited I, all intents and purposes i like natalie portman in this movie better than the other movies oh i think sure. she was really good here i really liked her as mighty thor actually oh any transformation from her to be honest i don't think we saw a first transformation or any sort of i think you're right 
Yeah. Uh, no, she just kind of showed it. up as Thor, which which is a shame because she she looks great. Like her costume yeah, like is dope. A cool, she performs really well yeah, I like for the it. most part, aside from that stupid yeah. j- shit about having a one-liner. But everything else, like she was good. Oh, I hated that so much. It's like, stop underselling the it's character. Like, like, stop it. She has stage four cancer. Can she please like have a moment with which this is person? Like, like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, she she has good chemistry with he- like I think she's good. I think she's very good in the role. It just kind of sucks that it's like they they keep undercutting the stakes and it's in- infuriating because you want to invest in the character, but then it's like the script keeps telling you no 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 stop doing that stop doing that we Which got jokes, t- jokes and I'm like okay I'll 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 give them this one when Thor realized she had cancer and told her to sit this one out I'm like okay just that was quite a just beat. let yeah. that one sit and it works better because of it because she tried to she's like oh i'll get the hammer he's like no you're you're gonna stay i'm like yeah let's let's take that serious because apparently but like i said it 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 it's really annoying because it's like okay like i was thinking like maybe uh uh what what was it i was thinking because it's like yeah this woman has this like debilitating disease this is actually happening there should be stakes in it instead of just like what would she has there she's completely fine but then it's like and and like i said going back to the character like the actual character of these hammers that apparently all all the weapons in the movie are are sentient which as a retcon i think that's one of the few jokes in the movie that i think did work uh now granted like it's funny to me, but then I just have that extra second of thought. What happened like, before? But the plot device is she's dying because of Milnir, I and mean, not because of it, but it's like that it's sapping more of her. It's the same thing with the oh, the god killer sword is yeah, making the, it more evil. It's like these sort of like extra things put on that you really don't need to, right. you know. But it just like it's just here's this it, device in case this device doesn't work in case we need to revise yeah, things it, and da, da, da. that's what a lot of this feels like it feels like revisions that they did like oh we're gonna kill off the character but in case that doesn't work well let's just have this let's just shoot this extra scene where yeah, he gets the, up and, and walks off the hammer you know, didn't it, need to be sentient for basically it to be like oh she's you know her her human strength is being sat by the hammer to make her essentially a demigod the hammer didn't have to be alive in order to get that point across. Like, don't get me wrong, it was funny as shit, but it wasn't entirely necessary. Same thing for me all. Like, yeah, it was funny watching Stormbreaker. Should have been fucking Yarnborn, but it's like Stormbreaker come around mm. and just like being a jealous axe. Oh, sure. It was it, funny. It, 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 they all made me laugh. It wasn't necessary, which, I mean, I guess that. It just means it's a, it's it's a cop out for the writing wise because they're like, well, if we're gonna make one weapon sentient with the fucking sword, we might as well do it for all of them. And it's like to have this weird parallel sub narrative of like Thor being awkward around his ex and that, uh, literally with his hammer, but also metaphor or literally with Natalie Portman, but metaphorically with his hammer too. And it's like didn't half do that to, to get in extra chunks of like relatable cut it, it just seemed yeah it's like oh i'm talking about the sword but am i talking about you whatever you know which, like, which yeah. is weird because like speaking of unnecessary jokes, say what can we speaking of unnecessary jokes, goats can we address the yes. in the room god those oh fucking goats that joke wasn't funny to me in 2018 back then i'm just like oh that's weird <laughs> that the, the the goat is screaming like a human that's a, what a quirky thing to see on the internet it's not, uh, right. let, let's let's just get this across because Marvel's done this before. It happened in Black Panther. It's happened in other things. 
if you if you're thinking of putting a modern meme into your movie, knowing damn well production, post production, all of that process takes like another good two years. Don't, don't put it in. Uh, uh, aren't they still putting flossing into? Didn't they put it in this days? movie? Like, no, they put it in Sonic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Sonic 2 or something with, like that. With Sonic, like, guys, Sonic's a stop. teenager. He's cringy already. That one, you get a slight pass. But no, Eggman did it. Oh, no, you're right. All right. Last year. Yeah, that doesn't oh, get a pass, Lord. though. Never mind. Sonic did it. If Sonic did... No, t- Sonic did do it. That gets a pass. Eggman? No, it does not. Yeah. Because he did it in Sonic, Sonic 2. You're right. Uh, so it's just like, all right, let the shit die. But oh, it's just like, bro, just... If you're thinking, huh, 40-year-old man writing this script, if you think it's funny to kids, it's probably not. What was it the whole, like, I think in the Sonic 2 movie, they were, like, playing, like, Uptown Funk or some shit, and it's just like, uh... Thank you for referencing a song that came out two years ago by release of this. No, look, Uptown Funk, this is the Sonic 2 movie, what was that, 2013 or some shit? Almost 10 years ago. Who's playing Wait, that? I think it is 10 years ago. Wait. Yes, it was at least like nine years ago. Like nobody's trying to jam uh, it, to that. It, 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 like they played it at my boy, 2014. Um, it's an eight-year-old song. They played it at my boy's wedding. Wow. That's a wedding. You you play random shit. This is a movie in sure. the year of our Lord, like 2020. Oh, God. Right, where you're trying to have your finger on the pulse. You yeah, know? Like, like, what was that one movie that had the song Bad Guy in it at uh, the end? Uh, by Billie Eilish. That was like, mm, wow, right at the right. moment. Right on the crest of a song getting you're big. talking about you know, the like, uh, Brightburn? Uh, I think so, yeah, which, yes, yes. Which, I'm uh, like, you got that just in time. <laughs> yeah, but but back to this oh, fucking movie. Really uh, really yeah, yeah, it did. It was in the credits. Yeah, it it yeah, actually kind of fit. But uh, yeah, but but back to this movie because uh, what, what was it you brought up, Aaron? Because you were talking about something. Uh, oh, we're, yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 we were, really were talking about Mighty Thor and everything, and I did because that's right. Because I want to talk about the the siege on New Asgard. Because man, that fight would have been really cool if we could see it. This is the first time. I, I I'm not even critical about the Black Panther fight. I could see that one, and people complained about that. Uh. I couldn't see the shadow figures, which is a shame because it's like they were made yeah. by like. Bale and Watiti and Hemsworth kids, they were designed by them. I'm like, that would be really cool if we could see them. I get it. It's at night. They're shadowy creatures. It's lit by lamps and right. fire. But you control that. It's your movie. You get to control the glare. Like, why can't we see that, them? Can I say on top of that? And can I say on top of that? Like, what's more, what's worse than like, yeah, you barely see them, but then also you don't get any feeling of stakes as he's like, because like there's whole like 30 second moments where he's just kind of wandering through the scene and be like, what? Lady Thor, what? Who is that over there? And like nothing's happening. Like I thought it was going to be like a thing where he's like, you know, maybe he's going to keep casually like knocking beasts aside. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, like, so he's like able to concentrate. Got a whole conversation with Warrior. These things aren't really. Yeah, but he's just kind of, like, able to make... And it's like, nothing feels like it's in his way. It feels like there's no, like, nothing to move through. He's just able to go where he can. And there's just like, oh, what? Because remember the whole, like, it's a bit of a laugh where he says, like, oh, my God, you're Jane? And then, like, the, the that house falls down. But it's just like, as I'm looking around that, that oh. scene, I'm like, 
hey, where are the monsters? Like, I know we're supposed to be having a laugh at, like, oh, it's her. But where are you not in any danger right now? Like, while we're talking about him talking to Jane, his helmet, his outfit, let's God, that design is it's been ugly since the uh, it's one of those things where we saw it in the trailer. It's like, oh, they're gonna fix this in post, and they didn't fix it in post. It's so bulky. I, I like I like Mighty Thor's I like her uh, helmet. Look so much better. It's so clearly sleeker. His, his helmet it makes more sense. You know, ugly. It's just gaudy. <laughs> Brown Table has a whole video about like the the flaws in Marvel's character designs, which I wholeheartedly agree with. Way too many fucking lines. But this what like this is based off one from the comics, and this is a prime example. Of like mm, maybe everything shouldn't be translated into 3D. Like mm-hmm. I, hold up, I'm gonna find it and, and send it to y'all because it is really a sit. I mean, Aaron, what what are your thoughts and feelings? Because like mo- most of Thor's costumes outside a couple uh, sucked. <laughs> they they just weren't good. To be honest with you, I <laughs> I may be the minority. It's okay, time, but. For the, the movie, the one he the one he wears mostly throughout the movie, I like it. I like the the blue and gold suit. I don't like it when it has the gold arms and the helmet. That shit is ugly. But I like the the base with the black uh, with the black circles. I think that looks pretty cool. But I was think the best suit he had in the movie, which he should have wore, is the one he wore at the beginning with the guardians with the red vest and like the comic accurate. Boots. Oh, the um, suit the most. I can't remember what what it's called. Ravager, uh, yeah, something like yeah. I, I did, or the Ravager type costume. Yeah, I, I like this Ravager costume. Um, like that one, I liked the the one where he was initially venturing about that just had like the brown in the middle and just the two medallions holding the cape. I like that. Um, I that's the one he wore in uh in Ragnarok, I think. I think so, or it's it's similar to it. And then the one he had at the dead end, I really liked. Yeah, with the with the black and gold yeah yeah it was yeah it was just like it was simple it was sleek and i wish we got a better look at it past five i don't know what it is marvel keeps dropping like their best costumes right at the end of the movie because they did the same shit with no way home i'm like oh wow this is amazing and it's gone well Mm. never gonna see that shit again Mm -hmm. it's like they can't afford it for the whole it's like bro who do they need to give this costume my dog who made it like (laughs) (laughs) um you can display it as long as you want to. But you know what it is? I, as I think about it, I think that's what they go for. That's what they care about. The aesthetic. Oh, here comes the costume. Here comes the costume. There yeah. it is. What's the plot that's happening around it? Uh, you know, like... I know you have to sell toys. I bought the Valkyrie toy, like, as soon as it went on sale, because I'm trying to make a Valkyrie costume at some point. Because <laughs> I thought... I liked hers a lot. I liked Mighty Thor's a lot. Thor himself, mid... Uh... And and those are the ones that got the most toys, and I'm like, well, that's a shame. That's how it goes. But, I mean, like, kids love the blue. Kids love the blue. Um. Oh shit. So we talked about most of the stuff in this. So do and we talked about. I mean, I guess let's talk about the Shadow Realm and the end fight and all that jazz. I mean, that shit happened so fast. You're talking about the between <laughs> between them going to the Shadow Realm, getting their ass, and then going back to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> And then going back, I'm like, That's, what was that, like, four minutes? Like, Y'all get some Gatorade and go back? Like, he, got, he got the stuff from Space Jam. Was he got that stuff from Space Jam and said, yeah, <laughs> I got it. 
You got some store boy that stuff there, Mr. Thor. No, I'm not gonna lie. You learn something in between, please. Like, no, I'm not gonna lie. It's a cool looking freaking scene. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, my breath was taken the whole time, and then of course when there's like things like you know, it's a place that sucks out all light, and so whenever there's something that emits light, that's where the color like, show, uh, like the light like bolts or uh, or Mjolnir. Yeah, that like, was really cool. That was really so clever. Cool. Because at first I was iffy on it VFX wise, but I kind of adjusted to it. I'm like, no, I really like this conceptually and i like the fact that they actually had a fight there we could sort of that we could actually see and valkyrie got some hits in before she just got benched for just the rest of me i'm like did you not get her for the full that's a shame you know, i wish yeah now oh no, i was just saying you know could you not get her for it? that that's another thing is just like she they kept saying it's like, oh, Valkyrie, you know, is... They said that at SDCC. Because they said, you know, in this movie, Valkyrie's a king who's going to be looking for her queen. Where, bitch? I was excited because I'm like, oh, is mm. she going to get with, like, Jane? That... Oh, wouldn't that right. have been crazy? Yeah. If they got together, you know, use that as guardian magic to I mean, try and cure her fucking cancer? Right, right. That's what I'm but, thinking. It's like... Do these people not have access to it? Because I'm assuming these people have been around for a while, yeah. right? Like, what is going on? Like, we didn't we didn't check any of the ancient textbooks that we could pull off before Ragnarok happened. There's no <laughs> magic users other than Thor and his mama. I know she was a witch, but no one else learned any fucking thing. No secret elixirs that said, hey, let's see what happens if we combine this with the... Look... As so, look, I'm gonna air my I'm gonna air my real life out for a second. Like I get it. Maybe you don't want to be disrespectful to people that has suffered from cancer. I have lost. Look, uh, right, right. I'll sure. tell you this right now. I lost all four of my grandparents to cancer. I lo- I lost my grandmother the day after one of my fucking birthdays. I saw her. I know what stage four leukemia looks like. I would not have been upset, bro, if you had a magic potion that got rid of the cancer. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right bro i wish i had that shit back in 2018 <laughs> oh my oh my god and can i say like okay so how the 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 scene starts it starts with like them going towards the planet and then they wreck into the planet because it's closer than they think it is and you know what's funny i actually had a moment of thinking when i watched the movie i laughed a little harder than i was expecting to because i thought th- those ghosts were gonna get wouldn't killed that have been great? Like, oh, oh wouldn't that have been the ghosts. perfect time to kill them yeah. niggas because it's like, how the hell would they have survived that? Like, they jammed face first into the freaking They're big goats. <laughs> as far as we know, they're not like magic. Yeah. They're just big. They yell a fuck ton. Yeah, but but it totally survives. And I was just like, oh. Like, it's like, it kept happening where I was like, ah, ah, ah. And like, uh, I think there was another time where like, something is about to land on the kids. And it totally looks like it lands on Oh, them. yeah. And then, and then, but then, oh, but Thor was underneath. And I was like, stop like, doing this. Like, like bro, kill a kid. Like, have some nuts. Grab your nuts. Kill a child. I'm like, purely there to sell toys because when they first go to Asgard, you already see ships flying on their own, going, going off and doing shit. So the fact that the goats were there to pull the boat is bullshit. Yeah, they you're right. Like, so, so they right. could. Just, um, and then the way the scene ahead. ends, the way the scene ends, where it's like, oh, let's get out of here. You know, uh, uh, lift up my. Well, oh, wait a minute. So. It's like he said, call, call the axe. Call the axe. He keeps trying, trying to open to his fingers. That was funny. <laughs> he tried to he tried to get his yeah. hand to open up. He's like, mm, no, and, nope. But then the then the question becomes, oh man, how do we get out of this conundrum? What's he gonna do? Like, because he can't call the axe. Because if he calls the axe back, then he'll have access to it. 
but then he calls the axe back and it just happens to do like a big sonic boom that blasts everything back and it's like oh so the tension of calling the axe back they ended up having to yeah, do it but, anyway. But also, he just it, he just took the well, axe from his hand. He just held on. He just held on really yeah, hard. And, like, and then the <laughs> next second, oh, it's like yeah, they're like, all right, let's get out of here. He puts his hand up, and then like, there's a lot of scenes in this it's movie. It's convenient. Where it's, like, it's just the way they convenient. cut the anger real quick. Yeah, it's like somehow his hand is aiming up, but it's like okay, I guess it has a long handle. Somehow Gore is able to grab at it when they're like jumping up, and it's just like. Uh, Okay, I guess. And then isn't there a scene with like they're fighting? I remember seeing, yeah, the scene with Valkyrie uh having the, the lightning bolt and, and that was Gore dope. having like the sword. But but like it's cool kind of look, but as soon as you pay too close attention, like it like so clearly looks like they're avoiding hitting each other. You know, like when you watch like a oh, fight scene, you're trying to be like, oh my god, if he hits it on that, what? How's he gonna get him if he goes there? And I've seen so many like like Captain America fight scenes where it looks really good because you're like, oh wow, oh so that's what really would happen if he tries to flank yeah. him on that side. If he gets him on that there's side, there's tension. You know, like, there's tension and weight to it because there's purpose to the fights. Yeah, yeah. With this, it kind of felt like like I did enjoy. The fight happening. I think the the, uh, the the wider choreography when you see like them fighting uh, this bigger thing over here versus the shadow thing over there and the mixing over. I thought it was kind of cool, but when you saw like the actual hand to hand stuff, it it kind of seemed like yeah, the narrative um, the narrative flow of the action didn't seem like it was as uh, well rehearsed, which kind of just kept uh, bugging at me. But like like I said, but then how the scene actually ends is like okay, and then after all that, well he. Uh, the tension was, well, he can't have the axe called back to him or else he'll have it. But then he calls the axe back to him. And then the tension becomes, oh, now that he has the axe, well, at least we can get away. But no, he was able to get to him. So after the axe was given to him, that made him get pushed back so that, you know, he wouldn't be able to fight him. Then he's just able to get it anyway. It's just like, uh, he, he, he got what? it just by holding on. That's what I think is funniest. But... Like, it literally was like a, ah, bitch. Like, hard eyes, motherfucker. Yeah, Surprise, like, motherfucker. Like he wasn't... Like, Entirely trying to get the axe the whole shit. And he's not Yeah, is Thor not stronger than this man? Like was he not like a Macy's? Like not two days ago. If Gore was holding on to the uh the sword and you saw it like root his feet into the ground, so he was basically immovable. So he's just like he he really can just hold on forever, and then Thor has to let go because he has to get Jane and Valkyrie back. He's just like where you just like see the resignation where he's like prioritizes his relation like right, okay right, yeah right. that makes sense it, it's it's just tiny tweaks it's just tiny it just tweaks. make it like a surprise a, yeah where it's just like fuck yeah. do i let go and let him have this or do i you know do it for my friends and you just and gore could goat him he's just like let go you know it's like you know it's like either hold on to the axe and kill me or let go and let and let your friends die yeah, choose vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Love, choose love know, or like... vengeance. There you go, and then and then you can come <laughs> have that come around when they get to the eternity realm, and you have Thor say back to him, "You can choose love or vengeance." God damn it, we right. write the whole, we give it away free game. What's <laughs> the thing? Can I, the wait. thing is, the shit is like right there. Go ahead, know? Eric. Like... That's how I feel about Doctor Strange. Nigga, <laughs> we're not gonna go there today. <laughs> We ain't going not, not again. again. Not that again. was three hours. But, we ain't um, getting back. <laughs> Can I? Am I the only one? I feel like I'm. 
I never I haven't seen anyone talk about this online, but I was a little bothered, not like not supremely, but just a little bit, that they didn't commit to making Jane bald from like No, no, I, right. I felt weird about yeah, that too. I'm like, like, bro, she can rock a wig. Give her some weave. Like who I'm like, bro, like, I, for God's sake, that I, Natalie I feel a little fucked up saying this, but I'm like, I feel like they should have done this to like to make it more parallel. I'm like did they not want to make her bold and frail so she wouldn't be compared I, to Gore? Well, but I, like, isn't that the I, whole I guess what they, what they would have had, because they would have had to, like, demuscle her, because remember, she got ripped to be Mighty Thor. Bruh, if they don't, if they don't take this shit back to 2011 and give her the, the skinny Steve Rogers treatment, <laughs> they, they just get Eugenia Cooney to be the body double. Damn, that was right. fucked up, but I'm saying... <laughs> But like she, like Natalie Portman's buff as hell. No, but you're so you're exactly no. They you're right. Her, like, you're right because like I kind of I kind of because when I looked at her, I'm looking at her forehead the whole time. I'm like, that hair not looking thin enough for th- stage four. Look, not not right. like right. I, I can, or like or if you if you want to have her have hair for most of the movie, then reveal it's like, a wig, like to really hit home the fact that she like no this. this yeah, like has I can cancer. I can say right. this from experience, you know, like my um one of my grandmothers has stage four and and she didn't like lose her hair, but. She also lived two years and they gave her three months. So she built different, nigga. Like, she's, she's the mighty grandma. But so, it's like, this is Jane Foster. Like, don't get me wrong. She's a woman of science, but she would have had some clumps or some shit. Like, she didn't have to have a Tyler Perry wig, but, you know. Was it? Show us the stakes. Yeah. Show us the stakes. That's what all of these conversations are coming back to. Give <laughs> us stakes. Yeah. They wanted they wanted to make this parallel, or at least Gore did, the fact that they were both two people on the verge of death who had a weapon called to them, and then they gained powers because yes. of it. And I think that the obvious thing for them to have done is to have made her also frail and bald, and this thing get, makes her powerful and, that, and strong. And that oh and and oh I, I at least some, she, I remember hearing someone in the suit. She's there. You the go. Hospital. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, have, maybe have a moment where it's about, yeah, Mighty Thor giving up her power to, uh, to help, you know, her daughter, uh, to help, uh, uh, what's his name's daughter, which is brought right back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, make that a more direct parallel of, her, of what her sacrifice is in giving that up, you know? Yeah. And if you didn't want to make her bald and skinny because you don't want to scare the kids... Maybe don't make this a kids movie because it's talking about, about cancer, cancer and just like about fucking yeah, yeah in, intergalactic uh, serial killing, planetary, yeah, planetary, planetary level <laughs> no, serial like, I, I feel like it kind of happens because like with with the way the movie ends, it is like how does this even happen? Because I, I feel like it does kind of happen, right? Doesn't she end up? Uh, his daughter, his love. name is Love, I think. Because then we say in the movie, we're like, wait. Right, the the whole was, shit, we're just like, did they say her name? Know? Uh, up until the... They didn't. That was my first thing out the, when the movie ended. I'm like, did they say her name? Also, something that bothered me out the gate was the fact that Jane died. And in the previous two movies, her character is so tied to Eric Selvig and, and Darcy. But yet, we don't get to oh. see their reaction to the fact Which, that Jane died. That, that, oh, here's yeah. the thing. Thor knows them. He, he knows them. I know him. I know him. Like, (laughs) I know this man. Like, (laughs) which I'll give them that. Darcy was like, for the all of minute that she was there, she was played seriously. Her scene was like nice and and well measured as someone who's a character I've always enjoyed. I've always liked Darcy. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm glad that. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, but I'm glad that they let her, like, just be serious for a moment. And just be like, hey, yeah. uh, my best friend has cancer. So it's like, I'm not really going to make any jokes to undercut. Like, for the most part, they took the cancer si- shit seriously. But it's like, we... They, they let her have a care. They let her have a yeah. moment. Like I said, they're good scenes in this movie. Like right. the scene where he, you know, he comes in and and you know, uh, uh, like clearly the Guardians of the Galaxy are less powerful than him, so they kind of hang a lampshade on the fact that well, what once he comes into the battle, it's basically like all done. But oh, here's the joke of well, with that power, he can be overpowering, and then he ends up destroying the temple of you know the people that he's defending. Right, so it's like. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a little thing in there where you're kind of setting up this thing of, like, here's this man who's super powerful, and what's he really doing with it? Is he really, you know, taking responsibility? But, like, playing it, you know, as a bit of a joke. Like, and I think the first scene actually did a really good job of setting that up and, like, still having a good, fun moment. You know what I'm saying? But it just felt like it didn't, like, play out as the film kind of played out because it got so wonky with giving you real stakes. Perfect examples, like I said, with having two characters, Korg and uh, Zeus, in the same scene get, like, killed, and they're just fine. Yeah. And it just becomes like... We could have let Korg die. If nothing's gonna happen... We could have let Korg die. I'm I'm gonna keep... I like like Meek better anyways. That show, they had no balls. That show, they had no balls. Let me let me pitch a, a an alternative movie to this with, with the same elements. Oh, for what if a Thor who's lost, who's so tired of losing people, at the beginning of the movie finds out that Jane has cancer, and the movie is about Thor and Gore both racing on the quest to eternity. One oh, to okay. The now there hey, you go. There you go. Because okay, because remember, wait, this isn't the whole reason why she has uh, the hammer in the first place? Is because oh. Thor accidentally said, like, keep her safe, and the hammer interpreted yeah. as this. Yeah, he, he put a... And it was like, if they would have made it a more active, him a more active agency in doing that, yeah, that would have had more, given more weight to what was happening. Yeah, instead of it being like, a, ooh, a magical quirk, she accidentally gets Thor because yeah, he, he, he said he, this he thing. He put an enchantment on it because his mom's a witch and he can talk to the hammer. Sure. I mean, no, that, I mean that's just what happened in this movie. That's that's how she got it. Like, I'll give them that. They at least explained how she got it. Like, he he put an enchantment on the hammer to always keep her safe. So it made it it, it made her worthy, but, but, essentially. I will but say I, I did like that whole scene. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I like that. Oh, that was actually good. Yeah, probably the best part. Of yeah, movie, yeah. Honestly. Like I like we got to see what led to the downfall of the relationship because we never really got that context in Ragnarok. And they never, I don't think in that scene, I don't think they really undercut it with a dumb, like, too stupid of a joke. No, you know? not like, really. And it was and it was Korg who was telling it. Yeah, and it was fun and lighthearted, but it wasn't like, it didn't, yeah, yeah, it didn't undercut what was happening narratively. So, like, yeah, that was a good sequence. Um, and, but I don't know, it just feels so unsatisfying when you have this character that is, oh, oh, it's an enchantment. It's put on a It's going to help her. There's all the reason. But she's going to be dying still because they don't have any control over this thing. And it's like, well, well, wait a minute. You just magicked her being able to have it, but you can't magic getting around her still dying because the whole reason she gets it is because she's dying. And if she's still dying, regardless of whether or not she gets it, what the fuck is the point of getting it? <laughs> 
like that's the thing that kept like rolling in my brain. I was like, oh, I because I was thinking, oh my god, it's really serious. She's got cancer. Oh wait, she evaded it, and now she doesn't have cancer when she has this great hammer. And I thought maybe there was gonna have to be a choice that she has to make that she kind of gives up that hammer. And, like, she's now going to be weak, but maybe she's saving the universe by giving up that hammer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think going off what you're saying, wouldn't it have been dope if, like, she powered down and, like Aaron said, you see her, like, bald and weak? Again, not saying that she can't be a strong, empowered character, but, I mean, more so in a dynamic sense of just, like, seeing her her humanity and her vulnerability. But, like, you see her just downtrodden and damn near hopeless almost mirroring how gore was in the opening and then valkyrie just walks in and that's the encouragement that she's getting from you know it's like girl power but not in a physical way but it's just like hey sis i get that you are struggling right now i know what it's like to be helpless i lost all of like my sisters in combat and i thought i was alone but you're not alone you have me you have Thor, mm. and you have yourself. You know, the, the same thing is, like, your strength is not just from that hammer. You know, you got, you're strong inside, too. Right. And so, like, like, she sees her right after she transforms down versus seeing her jump between transformations and do, like, then you can do the speaker joke or whatever. Because it's just like, hey, now you can have your moment of levity because you have a moment of, so you bring it up to the levity. You have that down moment. Yeah, but burn it. it. Yeah. But I'm sorry, the, the the whole, like, the hammer helps her, but is also still killing her. It just feels slightly too much of a convolution of it, the plot. It, you know it, what I it mean? It goes back like, to just because, like, had they cut out basically explaining what the hammer was supposed to do and why she sought it in the first place, yeah, it wouldn't have given context. But then you're like, well, but we can't go back and say it says it gives you health. That's the <laughs> yeah. Which kind of contradict like it didn't bother me that much, but yeah, I can see how to the average person that's just a contradiction. Where it's like, well, how is it giving you health if it's killing you, <laughs> sis? If it's speeding the process. Yeah, that's up. the thing. It's Yes. <laughs> it, it, it feels like a thing, uh a, a ticking clock writing thing instead of an actual trying to figure out how to pay off yeah, these yeah, dynamics. It, it should have said strength, And uh so know. Yeah. Um, and so we get to what 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 uh, what uh, happens? Oh, the the so the scene where they go to eternity, yeah. gentlemen. It was a cool set. Get beautiful gowns. Your thoughts. Your thoughts on how this plays um, out. Okay, go ahead, Aaron. So when this scene, so the scene itself, first of all, is cool to yeah. see eternity. But then it is a great yeah, looking it, eternity. Yeah. Looks perfect. Great design. I thought it was a little cheesy that Thor was like, the answer is like, like, very, very overtly and like very literally. Like, really? Oh, okay, really Moulin is. Rouge, all you yeah. need is love. love. All you need also, is love. Like, oh, but, but listen, also, I'm sorry, man. I know that I know that they all wanted their kids in this movie, and I, I know that they want it to be a family experience. I know Thor or Chris Hemsworth practically had his whole damn family from his wife. And I think his he kids. did. <laughs> But on that, when Gore was dying, bro, I'm like, I'm sorry, Chris Hemsworth daughter. You ain't a fucking uh, ass, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, he didn't bring it. I'm like, not one tear? Not one tear right. for your dead daddy? Really? And, 
And oh my god, the kids in in the scene where he imbues okay, the lightning power. I kind of liked it. I'm like, okay, just to see the the little black like, girl with I, the bunny rabbit with the laser shooting at him. Yeah, yeah, okay, here's my thing. When I saw that, like with the that was like the tipping point where it's just like this is too twee. Because now I'm just like, okay, so the girl with the yeah. bunny rabbit can like, so there is no threat. Okay, there you, is no threat. You know like, that's the, my the problem with that like, scene because I. Uh, again, and Aaron and I have talked about this uh, in our chat too. It's like it on paper. A lot of this sounds really dope. Like the concept of empowering the kids, right? With the power of Thor. I think that's a really nice idea. I think, yeah, maybe if you had like a, a different le levels of like monsters, yeah. and you see like there's like smaller monsters that are like hand monsters or something like Here's... that, and they're kind of like taking them out. You know it's... what I'm saying? Like where you can actually see the difference. Part of it was wasn't earned. Was, like. Well, we can't even see these things anyway. Some of these things look like huge fucking leviathans. Other ones look small. So you're telling me these kids it, are taking them out? It goes, you know, to, it goes like, to what we were just talking about. It wasn't earned because we weren't we weren't seeing the Thor empower the kids without physical power. We saw we saw <laughs> him give them a little bit of just like, oh, don't worry, children, you're going to be safe, and I'm I'm going to see. But that's not uh, empowerment. Yeah. That's just protection. That's not. That's not like, and there was hey, no, like, that, we didn't see the kids, like, try to break out. We didn't see them all try to jump gore. Yeah. Like, we didn't see Axel. I like the concept of Axel. I like the fact that Axel has his daddy's powers. The fact that he had a son that we just didn't know about for right. three movies. But whatever. But it's just like, yeah, we didn't man. see them try to but, be like, you know what, guys? We shouldn't wait around for Thor. Which goes back to gore. Because gore is whole thing about scaring the kids to be like, you know, they're not coming to get you, you know. They're not going to be able to save you. Yeah, I thought they were gonna play that up. Like, and the whole point is that he's so, scaring them and trying to. You get should them have to had the kids be like, you know what? If they can't say, in case the adults can't save us, we can try and save ourselves. Is it corny? Yes. Stereotypical? Yes. But yeah. you have the kids being like, "Hey, you know what? I can be independent too, and I can work with other people if I believe in myself." And then yeah. Thor gives them the power, and then they're empowered. Then yeah, it, it means more at the end. Like, Rather than yeah. having it be hollow and, and, and just, also, hey, it's cool. I have lightning powers now. I have lightning powers. It's like lightning powers that I couldn't give to, you know, uh, Black Widow or anyone else when we oh, were fuck doing the shit earlier in other movies. Oh, fuck them niggas. <laughs> yeah, like... No, fuck them. <laughs> the, I'm, no, fuck them niggas. The, those, aren't, those aren't my cousin's kids. That's only... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> those aren't my neighbor's kids that I grew up with in 1600 AD or whatever. <laughs> and also, I was thinking, Listen, like, the very beginning of the movie is like, there is no afterlife. You were a fool. You were meant to worship me enough. But then at the tail end of the movie, like, Which, oh, we already know that's Cap because Moon Knight has an afterlife. Black Panther has an afterlife. It just depends <laughs> who you believe in. Basically, Yo, it, yeah. Look, if you believe in an African god, you're good. <laughs> Dude. I, it really is. This is like, man, they really should have just given the people in this universe a guide. Like, okay, so go with this guy because this is the one that actually does <laughs> look, uh, bro, care about you and believe you. You black, and, uh, you safe. I don't know about these white people, <laughs> but like the ashiest, whitest motherfucker in the movie is the one that ain't going to heaven. The rest of us, we good. <laughs> yeah, white people, what did y'all do? <laughs> oh, well, right. I got, I got go, guys. I got an interesting concept that. That could have worked if they would have allowed more nuance to it. What if his intention was not only to kill gods, 
but to then convert other people to his side. Make more atheists. So then he yeah. wasn't just okay. kidnapping kids, he's kidnapping other people. So then by the time we get to the end, it's like it's almost like a civil war. <laughs> what, like half what the if, people have gone towards nihilism, oh, the other half have gone towards Oh, that's a good point, because what if some of the kids started believing him and they were and then he's like yeah. or has to convince the kids like, no, don't don't lose hope in me. And then you start to then it's almost like American gods, which uh but, like the fact that he came back for them is like what reifies their, yeah. you know, like, faith, they, like you know, he, like Gore doesn't scare them. He just talks to him. He's just like, look, I used to be like you. I used to believe. I had a daughter that died in my arms, believing that God was going to look out for her. And I met God, and He spat in my face. It's like, yeah, you is basically just never meet your heroes. Yeah. Or that's what this movie kids. is. What if he started killing kids? He's like, he should have. He should have. Nah. Wish he would have. Okay, that's the problem. With this, that's the problem with this movie. Is like you know he's not gonna do anything like that. Like that's the problem with this movie. It's like it's this really intense actor who's trying to have stakes and give weight. He kidnapped like, children. You know you're not killing kids in this Marvel movie. I, actually, you, you know, know that, like, and that might just be the root issue. He should have taken like people from Asgard. Should've, he he should have turned yeah. new Asgard into the Shadow Realm. Mm. You know? And then he has his devout followers, yeah. and then it becomes like... But see, they're, that's too complicated of a choice. They're never going to have that thing of like, oh man, do I have to fight my own people? But when yeah. it's the stakes of the universe... But and, like, oh my he, God, al he already lost this, his land. What if you... You're, now you're losing... You're not only losing your people, Ragnarok, now you're losing their faith in you. They're like, we haven't, you've been off world mm. for years, bro. Like, King Valkyrie is doing hard work, but we barely see her. She's doing Old Spice advertisements right. and shit. Now there's this new chick with a hammer uh, on her. Like, uh, we don't know what the fuck to believe. You know? But, okay, can we just talk about the, the one wish that if you get to have one that wish. nobody knew about before any of these other movies? Uh, I'm free to dead, Lois, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm like, okay, so can you not wish for more than one Probably. thing? Does it cut you off before yeah. you get to say and? Uh, I wish I could live and my child could live. I wish I could live with Eternity my child. Eternity Thanos, your ass, know? real quick. He said, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> one, uh, not one plus one plus one. Shut the <laughs> You get one good wish. It's yeah, I'm you, like, like, look, you woke me out of my nap <laughs> in, in my mirror dimension of and, water. Yeah, and wait. It, it it was like whoever gets to eternity first, yeah. and w was I mistaken? Did they have to even run anywhere? I feel like an explosion happened, and they just kind of woke up in the water. Uh, Gore entered the door first, if I recall. So wait, so it was just a door? Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, cause yeah. He needed because he needed the sword, and then the Bifrost, which was activated through um through. Uh, Stormbreaker. So that that was what he need. That's what he needed to open oh. the door, and then Gore. So wait, if I am correct here, the key to uh, you know an getting that eternal question answer was in Thor's hand the whole time. Yeah. So he could have yeah, but, gone uh, there. But but to to himself, yeah, they they thought it was a myth. So Gore Gore was his his entire thing about going forward with the wish versus doing it himself basically hinged on him hoping he was right. Because it was a myth. They they didn't know if it was going to work or not until uh. they were right in front of Eternity. Yeah, where was... And where was the door? I'm trying to remember now. Like, wasn't it... Because I'm trying to... Like, they go into... A I guess you could have... Oh, oh, oh. They, um... There was an altar. 
that's where they were at. They were at Eternity's altar, or whatever it was. Cause, like, it was an actual physical location, because that's where that last fight was at. Yeah, because that's what I'm trying to think. It was just like, because it seemed like the way Zeus was talking was that, like, you had to, like, run yeah, like somewhere. We, no, you know, we, like, you had to get... We don't know how, like, oh, no, it's, we don't know how Gore that found it, which that would have been a good sequence of, like, him torturing information out of other gods. That, that would have been useful. Yeah. For, so we know how he found where the altar to eternity was, because we don't know how he found it, but it was there. Yeah, I, I want to like, go back and watch it just to see like what actually happened. Because from what I remember, it feels like they just kind of arrived there, and there's never like a hold on. I don't know. I don't know how Thor knew, but yeah, I mean, just and we can keep talking about like the last sequence. Um, I I, I like oh, the yeah, little Kingdom Hearts three dimension that they were at. Uh, I like that, you know, seeing Eternity <laughs> in real life was cool. Um, love, I think, is Singularity. I'm not positive. It or the or the comic being love, like the like the entity. Is that an entity? Entity? That's a new rock star. That like, yeah, there's an actual like physical embodiment of of love in the Marvel comics. Okay. Yeah, people. Like, like how Eternity yeah, is Yeah, yeah, pe- people think that, uh, think that she's, um, the embodiment of Captain Universe. I think she's Singularity. I feel like the, one of the few people that, that's thinking that, who's from, like, on A-Force, and she's, a yeah, following the collapse of the multiverse, the silent being later called Singularity fell from the sky. She came after, a uh, Secret War, one in 2015. She was the result of, like, Battle World and shit, but she was, yeah, she's a, basically a, a She's a walking singular. She's a a walking pocket dimension, essentially. Um, what the fuck were her powers? She had some wild ass shit. Okay, now I'm okay. I'm I'm going back to the movie. So basically, he yeah, he's at an altar and he's oh, that's what it is. That that is one part that I did like him using the dark shadow forces to control the uh, uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Into opening up the uh, thing longer. I, I actually did enjoy that, where it was like, okay, you see the actual darkness manipulating the the yeah. uh, the, the weapon into doing its will. You know, like I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, I, that that was cool. I mean, um, I'm trying. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the and that's the moment where where like Jane and Thor. And, and Gore are all in the in the hole, and uh, Jane gives up her life and everything. So, oh, that is something I actually like that um, that a villain technically wins in this movie. Like he he technically yeah. does get what he was seeking. It's just the execution of that, um, you know, worked out differently. Where, huh? Did he? Did he? Did he get what he wanted? Did he? Okay. He changed his wish. At the, he, he wanted his daughter back. You no, know, that this entire. This entire video, yeah. it's, a bit, it, it's the question we said earlier. Do you want love or do you want vengeance? Which should have, should have been a bigger plot point. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going back now. Now that I see it, this is what happened. He, won. So, was, he, he, he got he, what he wanted. He goes to visit, he goes to visit uh, Natalie Portman's character. And then he kind of like goes into a wood and goes like, all right, and now I'm going to go to where they are. And then it just smash cuts to... The you know world with a bunch of rocks on it where the kids are, 
And so there's no really like how did like it was basically oh where were where was he that whole time when the kids were in that uh, Tim Burton contraption I don't know might have been right next door to the Eternity Gate like as far as we know like we don't really get a good geography of like you know what I'm saying where he is and how he's able to get where he's going yeah now I remember because because I remember in the middle of the movie it was supposed to be Zeus to say like oh you're not gonna be able to just get to Eternity you can't just get there and it was just like. Well, no, the gate is at this location, and he just went to that location and then just needed the thing to do to open the gate. But, like, he was still, it's not like it was, like, a place that, like, I was thinking, like, you have to run. I thought it was going to be some fucking, you know, uh, 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 Super Mario 64 having to run up the flight of stairs that never stops. Like, some Mm. shit like that, you know what I mean? Where it's like, how do you figure out the puzzle, you know? Like... But yeah, it Run, just feels don't like walk oh, he's it. just he's just there. He was there. He was there. He just couldn't open the door quite yeah. yet. You know, like. But yeah, um, see him kill some gods in omnipotent city. Man, that would have been such a dope scene. That would have been such a dope. Oh, like I said, if it, if it would have gone with the, the thing that I was thinking, where it's like, oh, he's actually you know on Thor's back or something like that, and because the dialogue they say like, oh. He just wants to kill you. He doesn't want. To, he doesn't know where we are. He can't get to us. And it would have been a great scene to be like, "Oh my God, so, uh, he's yeah. actually here, and I was it, responsible it, it, for bringing him here." And then oh, he just like pops out of the chat because like, and that was a question you asked earlier, Aaron. Which it's a fair question. I bull. I pulled that answer out of my ass because I thought about it. But you you had a question earlier when we were talking, and you're just like, "Hey yo, how did he uh, travel?" Like to Earth, and how'd he travel across the galaxy to kill all those other motherfuckers, allegedly, that we didn't see off-screen? And my only guess is because, like, well, he can travel in shadows, and the galaxy is primarily darkness, so he literally traveled, he literally traveled uh, at the I, speed of darkness. Know, actually, that's actually kind he, of a he, oh, he, <laughs> he travels at, he the, traveled speed at the speed of, of darkness. Um, which, which, but <laughs> that would, and, you know, the, I guess maybe that's why he couldn't go there, because it was a city, like, the omnipotent city was, like, the golden city, a city of lights. But, I mean, if he popped out of, like, the shadow of, like, underneath Zeus's skirt, would that not have been crazy if that was how Zeus died? You see, a, you just see a sword just uh, uh, slide uh, through the middle of him, and then he just drops, and just a bunch of shadows move around, and he just pops I mean, out. It, it does feel weird. It does feel weird that Thor... I mean, he doesn't actually kill him, but as far if you don't watch the end of the movie, he technically kills Zeus. Like when you're actually watching him throw the thing. Like I remember, my mouth yeah. actually like fell open. I was like, "Oh my god, are they actually gonna like, damn. Him kill?" That, like the, I'm like that's called respect because he used to respect him, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was his role model, so I was thinking, "Whoa, this is a big fucking deal." He flips <laughs> fast as fuck though. Like he went from like in less than thirty seconds, he'd have been like, "Oh, this is my hero." Bro, like, yeah, we bro, that, that's like if Kobe <laughs> Bryant met Michael Jordan and said, "Wow, you're great," and Michael said, "Fuck you," and he just shot him right there. It's like, it's like, damn, bro, that's a little fast, don't you think? Yeah, it's like niggas on sight for real. He said, "How's that for being a god of lightning?" It's like, all right, bro, shit. <laughs> the fact that Zeus didn't even—he yeah. didn't try to catch it or nothing. Like, bro. You can't. You yeah, didn't want to move. Thing. Like, so you're supposed to be the god of the gods, and you got killed with your own weapon. The like, like the I know, fuck? I know, we joke like, about Zeus being a bitch in Greek mythology, but also, where was Hera? Clearly, she didn't get invited to the shit because this nigga was talking openly about orgies. No, they were he talking said, about orgies. He Come said, on, "You know no. what? You're not being invited <laughs> to the orgies, but bring your bad bitches with you." It's just like, it's like, sir, 
Where's your uh, wife? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. That's where she is. Uh, Shut the. Uh, my, my yeah, she, 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 where you supposed to be? Out of my goddamn business. Get the fuck out of here. Asking all these rude ass uh, questions. Bast. Bring your fine ass down here. Oh, that was another thing that I said to y'all. A missed opportunity, which that'll tie into when we talk about Miss Marvel later. You know what would have been dope, which no one would have seen coming at all. Mm-hmm. If amongst all the gods and goddesses, and he's doing his introduction, you know, we have got like the bow god, we got Bast, we got this dwarf god. Uh, what one should have had Kanshu there? You could He's a three D. He's yes. a three D character. You could have just put him in. It was like, oh yes. Kanshu from the Egyptian pantheon, even though it's been banned, he's still invited to the orgy. And of course, it's like, we have this new god. Uh, what's your name? Aurora Monroe, goddess of the storm. Don't say anything uh, else! Uh, Played by Yatita Badaki. And say right. nothing of it, and then just keep going. Niggas would have burned the cinema down. <laughs> they would have set the shit on fire. I'm a god. I'm a fucking filmmaking genius, and these niggas don't listen to me. But it's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> bro. Let me write one of these fucking movies. Goddamn. I. I mean, I think we we thoroughly we rewrote the whole like, movie. Brought up just how. Yeah, like how we could. You could literally enhance this, and you don't even have to tweak that much. Just make the stakes actually what, matter. What you know, his official title, like as a god, because I know that, like. There was a point that people did. Oh, it, uh, I believe it's it's. Uh, what's her name? Because she, she has an actual name in in Wakandan. Um, as Panthers is. She's not the goddess. No, of she's. Um, I don't think that's it. Well, the weather, she's right? The Wind Rider. I I know. Chala's is the Hatutsuraze. Um, I'm trying to remember what hers fucking was. Because she's like a Nigerian goddess, or revered as one. Uh. The Hadari Yao, Walker, the Cloud Walker. Mm. Yeah. I, I think we've pretty much said what we've had to say yeah. about the movie, right? Was there anything uh, else to say? Because I got one more, more, more. Oh, I, I guess we need to talk about the post-credit yeah. scene too. Just taking it back to the, the two scenes. Yeah, before we get to the post-credit scene, I got a, I got an issue with how Taika handled the Guardians. Uh, they're but one. They're not the fact that they're barely. <laughs> Nigga, Drax didn't talk. <laughs> they really dropped the whole. Group <laughs> said, said, said more than Drax did. It. I think. Right. <laughs> also, uh, I said this in our chat, and I was like, maybe I'm the only one to notice this. But the fact that Groot's eyes looked really weird to me in the movie because he had like he had white like in the same places that like people do. When he had like dark light brown eyes, but in every other iteration, this man has like he has dark brown eyes or black eyes. I'm like, that's weird. Why would you change his eyes for no reason? Okay, but but outside of that, the fact that uh, Peter Quill and him like that that banter between them is gone. yeah, like there there's no sort of rivalry for who's who's in charge. Also, the fact that this movie made the Guardians look like bitches, like they made them look. Utterly useless. Yeah, I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're assholes, but they're not like utterly like, incompetent. Like, like I know Thor is a god, but they're not entirely incompetent. I mean, the problem, the problem with the movie, the Guardians look like yeah. children. In this See, movie. the problem with the movie is that they basically went like, okay, we all know that Thor is super strong, and so next to them, you know, a couple of normal guys would look like nothing. So instead of like actually showing how well subverting that and maybe showing what their competence and you know intelligent smart street smart something like that 
they just kind of let the joke hang there of like, yep, he really would be stronger. We 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 already know, audience. We know that Thor is stronger than them. And uh, well, anyways, let's go to the next scene now. You know, like that's what it feels like. You know. Also, Peter Quill didn't feel like Peter Quill in this movie. He felt like, uh, like he felt like Chris Pratt. Pratt was phoning it in. He felt like Chris Pratt just saying lines. Like I don't know. So like basically, Peter the way he's like, probably gonna sound in that Mario movie. <laughs> it's a me, Mario, <laughs> Luigi. What are we gonna do? Yeah, God, I swear to God. Because I feel like Peter Quill has like a certain cadence to the way he talks. Yeah, because he's like from a. Voice, and I feel like he, he has a, he has a, a tiny bit of a twang to him. Because isn't he from like Minnesota? Missouri, yeah. Missouri. So and he he has a little bit in the other movies. It it wasn't really as much here, but like, yeah, story yeah, war. You know, he got you know a, like yeah, he got a, a little, little bit of a, something little bit there, of twang yeah. to it too. He just he's like, hey, first of all, I'm a hot blooded American. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like he, I don't know. He's maybe being around Thor just kind of drained him. He's just like, fuck. Can we please get this guy off my ship? He's just fucking like like you're the leader. Fine, whatever. You're the <laughs> Because, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like their dynamic in this movie. Okay, that's it. That's the end of me, bitch. Yeah, uh, all right. Uh, the the first one was uh, Bane going to Valhalla, and then in probably... No, the first one was... The first one was Hercules. Hercules. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. The one that... We're, <laughs> we were like... We in the theater, we were like, oh, shit, Hercules. We like, Who the fuck uh, is that? <laughs> none, yeah. none of us watch fucking... Uh, Ted Lasso, it's Brett Goldstein from Ted. We're like, and then we saw his name in the credits. We're like, Brett Goldstein. Who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> we had no clue who this yeah. man was. Some Israeli-looking dude. He's who a, is uh, supposed to be? He's a a British actor named Brett Goldstein, who's on Ted Lasso. Uh, he oh, he got an Emmy for Ted Lasso. Wow. Good for him. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this man. He looks like a... Like, he looks like he, just he look- some guy, especially with how they try to do the reveal as if, like, uh-oh, here he comes. Like, I, I had no, I had no idea who this man was. It's like, bro, you look... You, you put no... Like, I knew it was Hercules because of context clues. I mean, I like, know, it's some guy. Fair, no, the same shit happened to me with, uh, with Clea. In uh, Multiverse of Madness, because I knew it was Clea, but I didn't recognize that it was. Um... Yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't recognize. Really? I'm sorry. This famous Bro, as hell. You didn't come on, that. she looks like every white woman. Don't. No shade. No shade to Charlie <laughs> Theron. She's incredibly. She's incredibly ever. talented. She's a good ass actress. But if sure. you put Charlie Theron in a li- in a lineup with a bunch of other blonde haired white women, I would not know the difference. You could put her and Kirsten Dunst in the room together, and I would struggle. Charlie's throw, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, 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 oh my the, god! The Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, like, like, right. like <laughs> yeah, fucking Paltrow. blonde Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> I would not know who was who, bro. Natalie Portman. Fuck it, like I wouldn't know, bro. I'm sorry, I wouldn't know. I'd, I'm just like, oh shit, that's clear, and that's uh, that's uh. Sure, I know who that is. <laughs> uh, I, the camera is suggesting uh, in a way that means like I should. You uh, gotta hold on it longer than like 0.5 seconds for me to get who it is. Because I didn't recognize it was Charlie Theron. I didn't. I don't know who Brett Goldstein is, bro. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I don't like. 
have him say something that's yeah, it's important. Like, uh, you he know, looks like, like Hercules, but I d- I'm sorry, I don't know this man. <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the Ted Lasso yeah, fans. Like, I don't know who this man is. Look and, and look, I'm just, I'm sorry. Nothing is ever going to beat sort of getting Arnold Schwarzenegger in a mocap thing to like stand up and be like, "Yes, I am here." Now it's now it's like, that was it, you know. That would have gotten me to fucking clap. Yeah. I would have fucking yeah. stood him out of my He had like a, a super roided out, <laughs> old as fuck Arnold in there. I'd be like, oh shit. Arnold versus Thor? That's uh, the yeah. fight of the century. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Right. But, nah, you, you gotta, I mean, congrats to this man. Uh, love to see another person get a check. I don't know who this man is. Did anybody know he was gonna, that, uh, Hercules was I was hoping. Well, movie. when they said Hercules Zeus, I was not. hoping that he was going to show up right after, but he, he didn't. So, but I was like, kudos to Marvel for keeping that one under wraps because these days, yeah, like I, you know, that, I figured he was going to show up with the Pantheon, you know, amongst a bunch of other characters we'd recognize, but uh, no, yeah, and also it, it's weird, like, but it feels like a bit of a step down because. The buildup in the movie is that Zeus is the god of all gods, and so who's gonna face him now that he's been shot through? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, but I thought you were. You're not gonna get. We're not getting buff Russell Crowe. You you ain't getting brolic. You ain't gonna. Nah, I'm gonna send my son to beat his ass. He looks pretty good. You know, because what if that was the thing, right? Where it's just like, oh, I'm, you know, I've actually lost a. You know, he clearly hadn't been working out in a while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he was off his game. And then he's like, oh, me and my son fit to hit the gym. And then we go, we going to get at you. You know, like right. that would have been dope. You know, like. Yeah, I didn't think he looked that he... bad in the movie. But then looking at pictures of him, I was like, he... he's kind of skinny. Like, he doesn't yeah. look bad. He just doesn't look like he is a direct threat yeah, cause, to Thor. Because Thor is you know? big, like, big, large, huge. And you need. You need... Like, yeah, we saw Thor. We saw the camera was all up on his like, abs, okay, okay? You, you know, yo, I think Loki, I think, I think Thor now might be bigger than Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, because oh, he's trained to be definitely. Hulk Hogan, but you know, yeah. you know what would have blown our asses off if it was Henry Cavill that was Hercules? What? Because oh, because that's that, somebody no, that's somebody I could see beating the brakes man. off of Thor. Oh, that would have blown us. A, that would have been like, dope. I think he's still trying to... I know, I know he's trying to hold on to Superman. Yeah, I know he's doing The Witcher. But, like, somebody of, like, that caliber, you know, if, if it was Henry Cavill yeah, instead yeah. of, we'd be like, oh, shit, Superman uh, versus... Uh, Jason Momoa. Just yeah, like, you what, know what, what I'm saying? One of those, like, like, notoriously big niggas. Like... <laughs> I mean, look, if it, if it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson that got up, Bruh, everyone would have been like, yeah, we, we're we seeing like, the next oh, yeah, he got to lose. Fuck what happens. No, but he, re- he reprises Oh, from the old Hercules? <laughs> he, he's back. <laughs> yes. No, no, you know what? You know, Marvel, uh, you would know, you know, you know, know, because, because he's buff but small, Kevin Hart. I would have died. I would have died right. You see Kevin Hart standing no, with a hammer. It's like, no, they fucking uh, didn't. Uh, oh my uh, god, is he gonna? Yeah, yes. no, these knees didn't. You're gonna beat him in his kneecaps. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, and then, well, now that we've ruined how g- good this oh, movie well, we could have been, we got the other one. We got uh, 
Jane and Valhalla, and then with the one cameo that did catch us off guard, Idris Elba, because if there's one thing that man's going to do, it's get a check. <laughs> hey, man, love to see a black man get yeah, some money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, was, that was really just it. He, he showed up and said, welcome to Valhalla. They said, uh, Thor will return. And, and... Yeah, I, man, I was really thinking about the, the sacrifice that she makes. Because what, what, what actually ends up happening she, there? Refresh I, I mean, she, she walked through the gates of Asgard and uh, uh, Homeboy was just, just like, hey, you can come through if you... She what? Through Asgard. So she... Wait, wait, so oh. she doesn't... But I mean, when she dies, does she give up the, the hammer to the girl? No, Thor... Well, go no, ahead. what happens Got is it. she... No, well, yeah, what happens is she... Thor tells her not to use the power... And then she's all rest tossing and turning in her bed. And then she comes to help. And then that was like, she used the loss of her power. And then she dies. Yeah. The the altar of eternity. Yeah. And then she goes to Valhalla. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, she goes. Yeah. Uh, but do you see what I mean? Like, they sidestep a possibility with the hammer. Like, with the idea yeah. of the also, hammer being passed down. And, and having to sacrifice hammer. herself. You know what I'm saying? Like... Oh, she had to pass it down to somebody else. Yeah, if she had to pass it down to the girl, uh, uh, Gore's daughter, and then you have this thing of like, wow, now Thor has a responsibility to this young girl because of you know uh, Natalie Portman's sacrifice. You know, like yeah. that becomes so much more of a emotionally resonant moment where it's like, well, now I have to carry on this legacy, not only for you know, Gore, who's a person who I thought was a villain, but now I see the compassion for, you know, but also because of the duty to this woman that I love, you know, and, and that makes a lot more of an emotional investment. Like, well, damn, maybe I do need to see the next movie, you know, like, because he clearly has this, there's stakes. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I didn't think it looks a little silly at the given this, like, what, four foot little girl big ass stormbreaker yeah the, the oh, no. was just like uh so you're recruiting a child soldier yeah. uh i mean <laughs> is that what's happening right now is she uh, is she immortal no, like she she got some sort of power because we saw her glow in like galaxies and shit I don't know. um when 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 love came back wait was it a power that he had also, also had they, laser they eyes never, they never gave any conclusion to the to the joke class storyline of the the jealousy between yeah um, he just he just got both of his bad bitches yeah he just he just he just went, he just went he went poly uh you know fucking poly weaponal and oh, oh that's the real also, message of the movie also wait does anyone remember what the fuck happened uh, to thunderbolt I, I assume he just uh, uh yeah. i thought valkyrie had it but then she she gave it yeah. back to him didn't she she didn't come to the, she didn't come to the final uh, yeah cuz she gave like, i, I think she really i, I hope she kept it because I want that to be her weapon now. Valkyrie wasn't there in the final battle. Yeah, because I thought the point was that she needed a weapon to fight to be on the same level. But then she gave it to Thor. When she she leaves, she just stabbed her own goddamn weapon. And then she went to... No, and then Thor had it in the final act because that's what he used to imbue the kids. Yeah, they they didn't show what happened. I hope she kept it because I I like her with the uh, thunder... the, the lightning. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. It's a lightning bolt. Named Thunderbolt. Thunder's a sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that. 
Also, are we ever gonna address this woman's alcoholism? Because it keep teasing. Uh, hey, look, uh, man. Hey, hey, look, it, it doesn't matter uh, where a... you are in the stars. You're a black woman. You got a reason to drink. <laughs> and also, she's like, a, you know, not like a celestial being, but like some sort of demigod to some capacity, right? I'm sure she can hold she her is, liquor. I, I believe that. <laughs> Drinking, she drinking whiskey right out the motherfucking bottle on some Meg the Stallion shit. She right, right out the motherfucking yeah, she, uh, barrel. She built different, bro. It's like, but <laughs> hey, man, she's a black woman and crunching them like their cans up against her head. She, like she was a black woman in space. Now she's a black woman on Earth. She got to deal with Earth racism, man. Let that let that woman drink. Oh, man. <laughs> and is she a part of America? Is this is she like a, a senator? Is, is I, I, Asgard I guess a part did. of you know? Uh, I mean, she probably got diplomatic Florida, immunity. You know, on some on some T'Challa shit. I would. Uh, oh, is that what they have a sovereign nation? Uh, a micro nation? Eh? Yeah, it's on the coast of yeah. Norway. It's its own little nation. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we did. Yeah, it. I think we we we, yeah. we spewed uh, out all our feelings. I, I don't. I I have yeah. an idea for a rating system. Uh, where I guess you know how they do records where you got like bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond and uh, and the bottom I would say is aluminum <laughs> I would probably put this mm. movie in like a, a bronze or a silver there's room for improvement it's not full blown aluminum it's not plastic wrap it's, it's like a bronze it's like a silver I say like it, it's the first time I've walked out of a Marvel movie and said, "I don't think it was for me." Uh, I look. If you like the movie, I love that for you. But it's the it's, I don't know, bro. It's kind of mid. I'm going, which is a shame because I was really excited for it. Damn, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. The next time we'll be able to get to see a Marvel movie together, will. But I think I, I wish it was a better one. I can't believe that <laughs> this is the first time I'd say most of our like. Friend crew has all agreed on a movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like when we all came out the theater and we're talking about it, I think we were all on the same page, but, but not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> when you have that moment of like, "Hey guys, did we all?" It's like, this it's like, "Hey bro, bullshit. we we were all there." <laughs> it was kind of mid. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty that's mean. a damn shame. It's not as bad all right, bro. All right, now we're not gonna <laughs> do this. <laughs> <laughs> not going to relitigate. Well, let's talk about uh, what about uh, what's oh, the other Marvel? drug I wanted to talk about? Yeah. Uh, a better Marvel property because I can stay yeah. from Ms. Marvel because I, I, I uh, know yeah. the most about what happened with yeah, that. Let's, I actually all right, all let's, the way let's through. slide on over to another Marvel property that was better than this one. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking cash. Shit. Full spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Marvel season one wrapped up, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's probably my even with even without my bias, I would say it's probably the best of the shows that they've done so far. With my bias, um, it's honestly about the same. Um, I think they did really. So this is your favorite. This is your favorite Marvel? Yeah, but as far yeah, as far as the Disney Plus shows go, I'd say it's my my favorite because I think it does 
This one, I think, has done the best balance in terms of, like, doing the characters pretty well. You know, I will absolutely, especially after seeing Thor, Love and Thunder. I mean, again, this is a TV show, so it had more time to just, like, flesh out the characters in general. But, like, I'm thinking uh, the only, I think the only other Marvel uh, Disney property TV show that I've really watched all the way through that wasn't the um, Luke Cage uh, sort of joint was uh, uh, WandaVision. And while I yeah. love WandaVision and the concepts and how it started with, the way it ended up, like, paying off those concepts ended up feeling like it was robbing it of its uniqueness and kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was, like, great setup, but the payoff kind of, like, faltered. And with this, I felt it was actually a relatively consistent clip uh, as as far as just being a good show uh, to watch, but also just in terms of being, like, a dope-ass show to just have, like, not just, like, you know, the general idea of, oh, Pakistani yeah. representation, you know, represented for people of color, but also it was, like, but it was just a, a solid-ass story that incorporated the reality of what Pakistani people have to live through, um, you know, like, with the one scenes, uh, well, the couple of scenes where they had to deal with, uh, 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 you know, Homeland Security coming into your mosque in order to ha- snoop around and ask a couple of questions because we have reason to believe. Uh, so, and it's just like, oh, okay, we know what this looks like. We know that this is a little familiar. And uh, oh man, the um, the, the uh, what, what is the word for uh, priest? Oh, in the um, the Muslim priest. God, God damn it, not. Because yeah. I really like not that the guy. Not, is it she? Uh, the guy he has the cap. I think so, yeah. Because uh, he has the the, uh, the cap and the full beard. And he there's like two times where he gets one in on the woman who's talking to him. That, that woman with the fucking uh, uh, Johnny Bravo fucking hair and shit. Mm. Where, he's, where he says something where it's just like, you know, the, the, they want to search the place because they, they're like, well, uh, you fit the description, so let's uh, poke <laughs> around. And he, he goes like... Uh, well, you know, I, I hope that I... He says some really, like, cryptic quote where it's like, you have to mm-hmm. think about it before it makes sense. And, you know, it, it, but it sounds religious. It's like, you know, it's like, well, like, I hope that, uh, you know, not that God is on my side. Oh, yeah. I'm God's like, hey, side. yo, this might you pull know, me back um, into the faith. What yeah. is this? He was spitting bars. Yeah, yeah. And the... <laughs> Yeah, and the woman in the government uh, organization goes like, "Oh, you know, that's uh, that's a nice uh, Quran quote or whatever." But we don't have time for that. And he actually like Abraham comes back Lincoln. and goes like, well, that was actually Abraham Lincoln." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's like, bitch, you don't even yeah. know your own American." And, and I was wondering where I recognized her from. She's from a. She played a similar type of character on Orange Is the New Black. So I'm just like, "Oh, so you just play like uh, uptight, uh, yeah, uptight, hard ass uh, law enforcement bitches." Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Aaron. What, what were yeah, Aaron? What were kind of your your thoughts but about yeah. the show you know, overall? Before we dig into you know things that work, things that were eh, debatable, you know. Oh man, I think first and foremost, Alon Valor- Yes. Oh my God, she's great. From to finish, she's the best, and her story is incredible. The fact that this is her first role. Ever she like she found out that she got the role of Miss Marvel her last day of high school Damn. and and her life was just forever changed. Congratulations, right. your life That's is incredible. about to change forever. Man, because yes, yeah, she did a really good job. Like it's what you know when you watch a show and it's like you know you start off watching a show and they're the main character is just some person 
And then after you get into it, you're just like, oh, but I like this. But I want to see. Are they going to succeed? I hope they do. You know, like when you when you realize, like, oh my god, I care about this person. <laughs> oh man, and I'm trying to think. Like, we were like 36 copies in, and I'm trying to. 36? I think this might be the fastest I've become endeared and endeared to a character. Mm. Like Tony Stark is probably up there, and I really like Steve, Steve Rogers, but just like from mm. like on board entirely. It's just, I haven't felt this way since Phase One. No, I I, I agree with much. you, and I think that the pitfalls of of the story kind of I can overlook them because of how much I enjoyed watching her and her fan mm. and her friends, her, and I was like, oh man, and the her supporting cast was pretty strong. For. Like the whole the whole thing with her friends and her supporting cast. Yeah. I'm like, this is what a Spider-Man yeah. show should be like. This oh man, right? Show should be like. Oh man. And I've never, out of all the we're like five, six Disney Plus shows in. I think out of all of them, though, it's not. I don't think for me personally, this is my favorite Disney Plus show. I think rivaling. I think Loki was ended up being my favorite, Ugh. but like, I've never wanted a season two more. Mm. outside of loki but for it didn't leave off necessarily mm. on a, a cliffhanger but just like i want to yeah. know the rest of this girl's story like i want to know what she does next what are the yeah. continuing adventures because it's like oh well because by by the time it comes again spoilers uh but like the family finds out about her secret power and it, it like you know you know it doesn't ruin her life or anything like that in fact it's like because it's a part of her family legacy it becomes like a thing that brings the family closer together. And I thought that was a really, like, emotionally affecting moment of, like, oh, my God, her family accepts her for, like, you know, the the thing that she has. And, you know, it's usually the opposite. Like, oh, you have to hide, and you can't tell anyone the whole yeah. time, so you're cutting out And they also and make the family you know I mean? finding like, out, like, a, yeah, a distinct yeah. plot point because she, she literally saves her own uh, uh, grandmother. <laughs> yeah, her grandmother which yeah. so it's like it's, yeah. yeah go ahead and I, I recently did a yeah i recently did a ranking of all the marvel properties in phase four and i had to really think about where i wanted to put this one and i think for me it landed at number four and i think it just edged out moon knight for the simple fact that one i really I liked how they ended the show and midnight's ending was kind of mid but also if I were to look at the show objectively, I think for me it'd probably land at like a seven point five. But because of Amon Vellani, because of how much I love the characters and the supporting cast, it boosted it to that eight out of ten for me. But there, there's some some plot issues that I didn't necessarily love, and like I think it suffers from the six episode mm-hmm. syndrome of the Disney Plus shows. But outside of those things, I think it it really elevated itself to be one of my favorite new. Yeah, I I Marvel think. Editions. It does, because so when I say my my favorite, I I mean that more so in like. Am I gonna rewatch it? I probably I probably have like the highest of rewatching like this in Moon Knight. Uh, I think Moon Knight, actually, yeah, Moon Knight excels in in a lot of like amazing ways, like Oscar Isaac's acting wise, completely fucking nuts. But in terms of like embodying character and adaptation quality, I like. Uh, and I have a bias because I'm a huge, you know, Kamala Khan fan and everything like that. So, because I've been following her since the since the beginning, so mm. I know Aaron, you won in my opinion. Because there's there's a lot there's a lot of changes no. they do, but <clears throat> honestly, because they double down and follow through on them, I am more willing to accept it 
particularly because I'm a fan and because I know how they already deal with that in the like so with the comics you know she's like she's an inhuman she has shape-shifting powers um she mostly uses it to like so she pulls uh her ability to shapeshift from different forms of herself in the past and in the future and in the comics she's recently actually run into seeing multiversal versions of herself so because the show doubles down on a lot of what makes her so different in this version, but they capture her character adaptation-wise, I'm actually completely fine with all the changes. Like, by the end of it. At first, like, when I saw the trailer, mm. I was iffy. Even down to her costume. I didn't really like her costume, but in the context of the show, and how they explain it, and how they add context to it, I, I like it because... It adds a lot more meaning to it. They follow through with it. Yeah. I you you feel that you're grounded Loki in a has more. I think her costume in the show, yes. Loki has more meaning in it. No, I agree. The comics, Be- because in the comics, is it's, it's actually a funny meta joke mm. that I felt really stupid for not getting. So uh, if you know Carol Danvers' old Miss Marvel costume, everyone would always make the joke that it's because it's like it's a one piece they'd say oh my god you know it's a bathing suit people would call it the bathing suit costume it would have a light the giant you know yellow lightning bolt and so kamala's costume is actually just a modified bathing suit but for for muslim girls that's why it's very conservative mm. so that's that that's uh, that's the joke uh, um, uh, but uh. in this one it like down to the broken necklace forming the lightning bolt and if you look at the lightning bolt it's like folded into um into like a sim into the lightning bolt it's folded metal it's a folded symbol it has to do with like her pakistani oh yeah yeah so like by the end i'm like okay it just they all justify their own existence in a way all the changes kind of like justify themselves in relation to the narrative or in relation to her character so i let them slide because i'm like okay that's a interesting thing you did with it beyond uh, what it initially was, so it's like you're, they're they're doubling down really hard on the changes. So I like them because I'm like, okay, this makes it actually distinct, not just change for change's sake, you know. And, and I think that's a lot more interesting because I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now you're gonna that means you're gonna do more with that. Now, granted, my favorite kind of middle ground is honestly in the Avengers game. They have a Pakistani inspired Kamala Khan Miss Marvel costume. I still kind of wish they would do that. I'm hoping they might do that with her down the road or in the Marvels or something. But what we have now, and given the context, I, I like it now. Because at first, I didn't like it. I didn't like the power change at all. I didn't like the fact that she wasn't in... Inhu- the, the Inhuman thing, I was like, I need to see what they do with it. So by the end of it, I'm like, okay, I like that. I actually like that quite a lot. <laughs> because... As someone that suffered through the Inhuman show, um, uh, the only reason mm-hmm. it's really important for her to be an Inhuman is one, she has a close relationship with the royal family, and two, it ends up serving kind of a narrative purpose, but they don't exactly go that same narrative purpose with this show, but they do kind of do their own thing that is important. You know, in, in the comics, it's more about her learning to appreciate and value the fact that she is different, that she's unique. You know, she's a young Pakistani Muslim woman in America, and that has all its challenges. Then you found out you're additionally different by being this, like, uh, superhuman, 
um, like not or powered up non-human species. So now you're a minority and a minority and a minority and a minority. So you have all these like different labels. It, it, and also, I love the idea that it's like there's a level of her. Well, I want to yeah. help out. I want to do something. I want to make change. And it's like, well, if you do that, are you going to be causing trouble? Because now, you know, you're trying to make that change. You're trying to do something. Right. Well, now people are sniffing around, you know, your mosque. And is that just going to bring trouble? It, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now there's that question of like, should she, should she do that in a world where she is a you right. know, targeted and, and in the comics, you know? it's like, you know, that this parallels to like the character Zoe, who's like popular American, traditional, blonde hair, blue eyed, white girl. And so the world is going to, and she's like, you know, she has as black people we can relate but it's like a different type of nose a diff- different different mm-hmm. yeah, can like, you relate it's you know learning to appreciate the things that make you different and make you unique are to be celebrated not to be uh you know not to culturally assimilate but to culturally embrace and yeah being her own woman, she she is a, a yeah. you know what I'm saying? And they do their uh, own thing with that, and I think it's beautiful. Yeah, she is a Pakistani woman, you know what I'm saying? She is she, 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 she a full woman, you know what I'm saying? She a, th- <laughs> a little thick girl, and she's from New Jersey. You know, she's, yeah. she's dealing with it's a like lot you're, of You're different from, like, <laughs> the average, but it's also kind of like, well, the, the modern image of an American is kind of going away from... From yeah, that was uh, I mean all along that was a propaganda image sold by you know uh, 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 a white patriarchal uh, idea of what normal is. It's like well, this is what a person is, but it's like well, wait, there's all these other yeah, people it's like here the, too. Why the, do they the average know? American uh, by yeah. like 2030 is probably going to be mixed with something or descended from somewhere or some non uh, some non Christian belief or they're. They're not. They're not gonna look how Zoe does. They're probably gonna look a little bit closer how Kamala does. And you still are American because you still like, you know, you eat food local to your city. You still wear. You still go to sports games that you like. Yeah, this is your culture. This. These are the people that you know. These are the locations yeah, that your, you call your culture home, is you know. not purely assimilated. It's it's now this hybrid of wherever your family and historical roots are, with also American things. So you know, the incorporation of what you are with uh, uh, where where you grow up and where yeah, your family you're, you're going to be. Rooted. You know, yeah. you're going to be this ever changing amalgamate. And I and I think that's beautiful that you know, comic wise, but also in this show, like it, it exposed. Me and probably a lot of other people to more things about just like Pakistani culture, the fact that they speak Urdu. Um, love that. I love that there's so much, like, in addition to there being, like, I mean, th- there's a couple of, uh, uh, you know, pop song, 80s, uh, uh, you know, jock jams that feels a little bit groany. You're like, oh, they played this one. Of course, they got to play this one. But, like, when they would, like, just play a whole, like, this movie was, I mean, this show was just, like, loaded with uh, clearly, like, you know, Pakistani yeah. like, instruments and music and artists. And so it's just like, yo, I really feel like I'm in this neighborhood of, like, yeah, music, and, you know and, what and I mean? And Moon Knight did that, too, and I, I'm really glad of that. Um, I really like the production budget on this show. They put a lot of money behind this that I, I was surprised, honestly. Like, looking mm. at the the background editing of, like, the first and last episode in particular, um, 
they put a lot into like those infographics and those like moving panels in the background mm. and how every episode has like different ways that mm. they're showcasing Miss Marvel. Just the title card alone. Like a lot of hard work was going in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like you want to look at the credits. It's so like, yeah, it's just like it's a, it's a very pretty show to look at, and like even with her powers, her powers were actually designed pretty well. With the weird kind of like when she first, I like yeah. the purple glowy thing. Like I, I don't know if people think it looks cheap or whatever, but like it has a charm to it where it's just yeah, like I, I want and, to look at it. They you were, know? I think what they're worried about. Uh, which we see at the end when she actually goes and biggin and uses the traditional type stretchy powers. I think they were thinking that the skin colored thing would look silly. I'm like, seeing how it looked in the blue, I'm like, you could have done that and have it be flesh toned and it would have looked fine. It wouldn't have looked that crazy if the if this is how it looks with like these blue hologrammy crystal like effects. I'm like, I think it would have looked fine skin tone, and I'm kind of hoping they. The, the power start to go kind of like into her and they manifest that way and that's how she gets them but no it's just like but yeah it's like I, I came to be, be cool with the powers um the plot is is interesting uh you get introduced like the villains are sort of villains the an- semi-antagonist or the clandestine a bunch of fucking nobodies that no one has heard of uh, yeah oh wait what is that Again, this is the problem with Marvel movies. Just like, wait, bro, I, I, I'll guys, tell you this. I hadn't heard of these people. That's how I know these were no. They had like a twelve issue run, I think, in the nineties. These are actual like. There's like oh a tier, b tier, c nigga, like h tier. Like I had never heard like like a gin. Yeah. I've heard of gin before, just in you know mythology, um, and different, different yeah, 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 sure, Muslim. Oh, just yeah. to clarify. To talk to to talk yeah, about clandestine and that whole storyline. Uh, apparently, they're actually not Jin. Like the writer clarified that. Like, no, they're they're the clandestine, but Jin was just one of the the myths that people would consider them to yeah. be falsely. A- anyone with power. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. they said four would be seen as a Jin did, by their metric. Yeah. Did you read? Did you read the? Uh, no, the no, I didn't get a chance to. You want to go into that a little bit? Okay. Yeah, so it was interesting, something that she had said, because uh, the interviewer kind of asked her about the fact that, so you set up these people, the clandestine, and they were supposed to, their whole plan was to take over the, to bring their universe to our world, but then that ended up not happening. And she's like, essentially, she's like, yeah, a lot of stuff was left on the cutting room floor with that storyline, and it was more so meant to highlight the difference in, in family between how Kamala's family operates versus how Cameron and the and the clandestines mm. operate as a family. And it's supposed to be this mother kind of in like this emotional conflict, the uh, the clandestine mother in an emotional conflict with Kamala and the representation of how their two families kind of um view mm. connection and love and whatnot. Yeah, I, I, I see, see the, that. yeah, like a, a toxic uh toxic family relationship as opposed to a positive family relationship. That's actually really interesting. And yeah, I do feel like I saw the shadows of that without really digging as deep into that. But again, you know, that, that's something you could probably delve into more in like the next season or something they, like that. They, you know? they, they more so retooled it on kind of explaining the, the background of the clandestine and showing more uh, 
showing Kamala more of her culture because they didn't directly say, but they implied that that was her first time ever going to Pakistan. And by the end of the show, it's like, but her both embracing the nerdy superhero aspect of her and the and the Pakistani yeah. inside of her. Yeah, yeah. Her and her fusing the two. Yeah, I, no, I think that's great, and I think that kind of goes back into the themes of like being able to be who you are fully. Um, and, and I think another thing that they captured really well shows like this. Uh, fucking, what's the one that never have I ever? Which that's that's Indian focused, but that's another show that I really like. Um, but just being able to just like, because I I think that's probably something a lot of teens america that are like the children of immigrants probably struggle with to some capacity is like in trying to find your own identity how do you balance being in these different worlds because the world is going to see you as one thing your family may see you as another thing and you're just trying to figure out what the fuck am i um and uh, and and you're you're a um, hybrid Mm. of it all you know it's like yeah you're you'll be uh pakistani but you're also an american um and and now you're like this person with powers and uh, and uh, some shit that blew me away at the fucking end um got yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to think what else uh the supporting cast is really strong you know it's pretty fairly ripped from the comics i wish bruno had longer hair that but that's more of like a nitpick than anything because i'm a i'm a stickler i'm a stickler to comic accurate hair of all things (laughs) it's a really yeah, it's a really weird petty thing that gets me. But um but they also kind of did arm break, which is a reference to uh in the comics I think his arm got broken by Miss Marvel and he actually wound up going to an advanced school in Wakanda. I wonder if they're going to end up doing that. Right now he they haven't going to like Caltech. But I wonder if they're going to pick up on that Wakanda thing from the comics. The the comics are fucking weird. Like one of her major villains is a giant a evil version of um What's the name? Not Thomas Jefferson. Uh, light bulb nigga. No, uh, it's an inventor. What's the name of the guy that discovered the light bulb? White guy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's an evil a, peacock, giant peacock clone of Thomas Edison. So, like the comics are really uh, fucking weird, but th- this show is actually pretty, pretty straightforward. Like Red Dagger showed up. He doesn't show up for. Out a hot while, so I thought that was cool. That was a cool nod. I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was because I saw the episode. I'm like, oh shit, Red Dagger! And then I looked at the title. I'm like, oh well, it called Red Dagger. So I mean, who was right there? Um, but no, I th- I, I like the Pakistan adventure portion of things. Um, yeah, the clandestine didn't get a crazy amount to do. Really, uh. Yeah, again, it's a similar issue with a lot of these Marvel things where it's like, you don't really feel the weight and presence of the quote Yeah, and, and this is a show where picture. it's like, Kamala doesn't really have like, she, she has a couple villains, but she doesn't have like a lot of recurring rogues. Um, so I'm like, what, how, I was wondering yeah. how they're going to do the, the villains, and they just kind of made some up, but he, it, even still, I'm just like... The, it's just like a vague nebulous government types that aren't using guns. They're instead using like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were just sound the cannons, which I'm like, well, that's good because it's like sort of nonviolent 
Um, which I, I'm glad they weren't just like use bullets on children. I get it. Thanks for that one. But, yeah. yeah, not not yeah, a good look. Not but, a good look. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, yeah I, I I did like her powers and the the variation and usage of her powers. Like the first time you use it, it's like to catch someone and to have like platforms underneath them to walk on. It's like that's such a cool power that you can use in so yeah. many instances right like there's so many applications for what you could do with that of like and i think they do a good job of like playing with it where like yeah people fall and trying to get out of the way and then when she's trying to like run somewhere and the things just get underneath her it's like this is just really fucking yeah, bored the platform and I, I like the fact that like, like she doesn't get great at them overnight she, we see her train she 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 like by the end she has it down yeah. pat. but yeah we see her like struggle with it and get better, but at the first time she, she, she like we see up. her progress yeah. into mastering her powers, which I think is that's just that's just good storytelling. Yeah, in fact, I think at the end, uh, the you hear the boy who gets rescued earlier. He goes like, "It's like, oh my god, she saved the day. How come she couldn't save the day better? Uh, you know, before I, I broke get, my leg, uh, uh, my just... foot broke it." Yeah, before I got my foot twisted or something like that. Like, he's still fine, but it's still has a sort of, like, I still, you know, twisted my leg a little yeah, bit, so, so that still kind of sucks, you know? But, no, I mean, for, I guess we can... I mean, Aaron, did you have any additional thoughts before we talk about that, that end part? Uh, so I kind of went back to the article, and I uh, reread it, and I put it in the chat for you guys if you want to take a peep at it. But apparently, and I don't remember this in... I think it was episode five, or I can't remember if that was episode five or four, but apparently that whole interaction was where she was supposed to learn that she uses her powers more defensively than she does offensively, mm. and it's only kind of as a last resort kind of thing. And I think that that was something that was shown, but not explicitly like dated mm. or like not hammered home. But I think that that's what uh, oh, part oh, of the standing arc was. Yeah, that seems more. Yeah, that definitely seems more subtextual yeah. than like actual. Because she she was using it a lot to like protect people and yeah, help people. Right, right. It wasn't really like breaking shit, really. Yeah, like the first time she uses it, and it's like the people just happen to miss it, but it's her reaching out her hand to like catch the girl <laughs> Which, as she's uh, falling. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I like I. I uh, well, yeah, I was thinking about it in terms of like, you know, I feel like it's a better promise of what they kind of uh, do with Captain America. Where it's like, well, it's a shield, you know, it's supposed to be used to, you know, defend and protect. And it's like, yeah, but he like throws that shield around a lot. And it's like, he has definitely killed several people. <laughs> More than that. He's, he's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's halved some motherfuckers, you know, like. Yeah, and so I love the idea that, like, this is a power that truly is, yeah, about defense. Yeah, yeah um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I will I will say by the end of it, I like that for the most part we did use, it did feel like a culmination of the, the six hours that we had yeah. come to watch. I like that Dead Red Gagger was, in, was included inside of it in a small part. I liked that we were finally back in New York in a weird way the small scale of it kind of reminded me of yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming in the sense that it wasn't this big threat that was about to take over the world. Maybe it, well, it doesn't make sense because she, yeah. she, she doesn't really fight world-ending shit on the... Like, the most shit that it messes up is, like, 
the state of New Jersey. Like she, she's not like a she's not a cosmic Ooh. level hero the wow. same way that uh, a Spider Man could be, either. Yeah, and I feel like maybe her trying to stop the Nord Dimension from taking over may have been like a little too big of a which, uh, which I guess that that kind of helps that it wasn't mm. her that saved it, but uh, was it Najma? Is that her name? Yeah, so the yeah, fact that Najma is the one that is causing it and also the one that stops it, um, you know, that's like, yeah, l- like you said, it's a little too big for Kamala, so let the adult deal with it. Plus it's, plus it's you know, the consequences of her own actions. But uh, minor side thing, I love the fact that they keep referencing how Kamala saved Zoe, even though she was the one that almost got her killed, and we just never talk about it. And I'm like... Are they gonna bring Ooh. that up? Yeah. yeah. I don't think she knows that part. Oh my god. Yeah, the Comic Con. Because the Ant Man head like falls. Because at first I thought they weren't gonna go all the way with it. It's gonna be like, oh, it's gonna kind of teeter. Like, oh, okay. But then it actually falls and you're like, oh Wait, shit, are we actually doing this? <laughs> like, can I, can I say something that, like, not in the moment, but as I thought about it, it kind of broke my not suspension of disbelief, but the fact that. So, well, in episode two or whatever, like, she was training to be, to use her powers, right? But she was, like, a little out of shape. Like, mm-hmm. she like, couldn't do the push-ups and whatnot. And then by the time we get to episode six, this girl's running on platform. Hey, man. Slides and all this shit. <laughs> you don't have super stamina, right? I know your ass running all on platform. <laughs> yeah. GTA 5, it, it also, it takes some time for her to build up the you know, stamina tolerance. Like, you know? like an average person, just like, like, as soon as she gets away from all the people, like, who are protecting her, she's going to go somewhere. They, they didn't have the mic on her while she was weeding, just that. <gasps> just, I'm here to save you. Water. <laughs> <sighs> Which, yo, that scene really does go where it's like, because does it like it's a like a Rube Goldberg device where shit happens, and then like that girl actually ends up getting like smacked by like a, a wooden thing or something like that, where she's like ends up being dragged across the room or something. Doesn't that no, happen? No, it did. I'm not mistaken, right? Like, what? yeah, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking at about? The, at the at the beginning, room? at the dragged across the room about all the yeah, all all yeah, the oh, shit that knocked okay. out. Where she like, yeah. Yeah, and someone ends up getting like, you know, uh uh my <laughs> balls level like hit with something that like flies them across the room like a fucking record ball, you know? Like and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna need Kamala to to stop running on platforms and start using slides or whatnot. Just right. I'm like, you, come well, on you now. want to surf through the city like Just fucking like, Iceman? It's cool, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty you want to be like Sonic the Hedgehog so rolling around at girl. the speed of sound. Uh, yeah, like the go creative with the shit. You know, she's essentially like Green Lantern. <laughs> they call her ass yeah, Nightlight. Actually, I like Nightlight better literally... than fucking Night Monkey. That shit pissed me off in uh, Far From Home. But Nightlight, I'm like, no, yeah. that kind of makes sense. That's actually a cool name. Yeah, imagine getting your ass beat by Nightlight. At least they wow. didn't call her like the Brown Wonder or some you shit. Really. You know, at first I was thinking of Mr. Fantastic, but no, she really is better Which, Green Lantern. I mean, of the two powers, you know. We, it's, oh, it's, so I guess that t- I guess we can talk about the the two big surprises we got at the end. Um, so in what is the biggest unexpected heel turn 
I've had, honestly, since watching Multiverse of Madness, when that movie, seeing Black Bolt on screen was my biggest surprise, not Mr. Fantastic. Uh, so, she's not an inhuman, and she's not a only a clandestine, but she's a mutant in this version? They played the X-Men the theme, X-Men and I'm just like... Theme? I was like, oh! When I saw that, I'm like... My jaw almost hit the floor. I'm like, what? Yo! <laughs> Are you going like, here? So, like, I thought yeah. when he was saying there's something... He was going to say, there, you know, yeah, there's something different about your, your genes. It's something... And I thought he was going to say there's something inhuman. He said, there's a mutation. And they played the theme. I'm like... Mm. That... That is the exact moment where every change in the show, I'm like, you get a pass. You get, you, because mm. you, had it been an inhuman, I might have still been on the fence. I'm like, eh, well, you kept, because that means you didn't want to fully commit. Making her a mutant is such a hard double down. That, that means I'm like, you're committing to all the other, any other changes. I'm like, I'm cool with it. Because... You're not even adapting mm. Kamala the Inhuman. This is one. Of, there's a like of all. There's a bunch of other variant Kamalas. There's a Kamala the Conqueror. There's a Kamala that has the powers of Captain Universe. There's a Kamala that's a black woman with an afro. There's a Kamala that's in Bollywood movies. This is a Kamala that's a mutant, and I'm all for it. I want Miles Morales to be a mutant next for his for whenever they get to him in live action. Do that mm. shit. Like yeah, because. One, Kevin Feige clearly hates the Inhumans and still has a petty grudge against them. That's why he blew up Black Bolt in five minutes and, and, and made it a variant of Anson's mouth, <laughs> even though I thought that scene was great. Uh, and that costume is dope. Yeah, to, to this day, it's been Pearl fuck Mutter. you, Um uh, but... Yeah, yeah, I think we could all say... Yeah. All, all, we my have pro- all my homies have Perlmutter. <laughs> Shout out to Feige. Um... But no, that like that blew my fucking pants off, and I'm like, all right, you're doubling down. I'm I'm with you. If you're if this is the way that you're going, you got my support. I'm a hundred percent on board with Kamala the mutant. Uh, and then we get the post credit scene mm. where now I thought that it, it's sort of a reference to the comics because in the original comics she turns into Carol Danvers at first. That's why her powers are actually like shape shifting, but she uh. mostly uses it to change like the size of her uh, arms and legs. Boobs? <laughs> 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 I, I need to get into yeah, this yeah, stuff the, and distract she, about yeah. her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she, she briefly turns into Carol shit. Danvers. Um, but in here, and, and Aaron, you corrected me on this, I thought she turned into Carol when she flew into the door. Uh, no, uh, they swapped destinations, apparently? Is that what happened? Well, yeah. Okay. Is it's that Carol? I, I thought it was like a yeah multiverse of madness sort of thing where it's just like oh shit we just it's like oh no she's turned into a white woman <laughs> like yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah wait actually I would be like oh awesome. I <laughs> congratulations I have the power now I'm the <laughs> no, I'm the strongest <laughs> indeed yeah, like, I'm I have one the, the white strongest power. white woman <laughs> in the universe I win like what were you saying Aaron? <laughs> so no, they, I thought the same thing. Though, like, oh, yeah. she turned into her because that's what it is in the comics. So then, it was brought to my attention. I rewatched the scene. I'm like, no, they switched places. But everyone's talking about that. But something people are not talking about is that after her, I can't remember if it's bef- when she first gets up 
or it's after she looks around the room. But when Carol looks at her hands, they're glowing purple like Kamala's are. So I think they mm. also switch powers. Mm. They switch places and switch powers, it looks like. Because mm. I'm yeah. like, that's very interesting. Because I've never seen, I don't think I've seen that. Like a Freaky Friday kind of, well, not, they're, they're not in each other's bodies, but they switch <laughs> places. But I'm like, interesting. Like switching so abilities. Carol, hey, yo, Carol what if they did switch bodies? Kamala's powers. Free, free, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday, but you turn into the most powerful Karen in the universe. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, now I am the. Now I am the Captain Marvel. I am everything. Yeah. I am the Captain. Fuck! Marvel I'm a tiny brown girl. Oh no! Curious, my rights. How do you feel about Carol's? How do you feel about uh, Carol's? I like it actually. I, I like it quite a lot. Um. I wish there was a little bit more red in it. She's. I, li- I would have. Like, I liked how much. Through what? Four costumes at this red. point? I'm, I'm trying to know what my girl Monica's costume I mean, is going to be. Wouldn't she have, like, a montage in the, her own movie? Singularity. Well, we see her, Monica's emblem yeah. in the Marvel's logo. Because that's not Carol's. Yeah. Emblem. Yeah. 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 Hold up. Let me. Hey. She's got it. Some sort of suit. And there's sort of a reference to it in WandaVision. Like, design-wise, it's, it, refer- it lightly references her, uh, her Captain Marvel costume. Uh, so if this is the Marvels, and Monica is, is the third lead in this movie, it's about the three of them, Carol's called Captain Marvel. Kamala's Spectrum. Marvel. So what are they going to call... What are they going to call her? Because who cares? Black Marvel? Of the Marvel? Wait, now I remember... Yeah, now I remember, right, isn't at the tail end they say the Marvels will return, right? So the Monica idea... Monica Mar- Fuck you, bro. Yes. Monica Marvel. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. I mean, they, I guess you could, have, you could have, like, Captain Marvel and Sergeant Marvel. Actually, I, I think Car- Carol's Ooh, actually a Sergeant lieutenant. Marvel. Um, but, um... No, I mean, Rob from Comics Explained had a good pitch, though, where he said in the Marvels they should introduce Blue Marvel, which would be dope. I would, I would like, oh, man, I'd go crazy if they introduced him, because that, plus they'd have half of the Ultimates. It's like, I don't know, Denzel Washington. Blue Marvel, then. Blue Marvel's old as shit! He was around for the Kennedy assassination. I mean, but okay. Let me recorrect myself. He can be. Not in shape anymore. He got drugs. <laughs> the same shit they put Hugh Jackman on. What you? Who? Who? Who would you <laughs> want it to be? You got to be buff and handsome. You can't be Will Smith. Not right now. It could have been buff and handsome. In another life, it could have been Will Smith. But I could do Will Smith. Who uh, what about old boy from Black Panther? The uh, we will not tell. Nope. He's already in Black Panther. Nope, so he's in Black Panther. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. He's in... Oh wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can they not who do was, that? Who's the old not... boy that's playing Mike Tyson? <laughs> uh, um, d- not Jamie Fox. The other one. Yeah, Trevante Ron- Rhodes. Trevante Rhodes or Jamie Fox? Okay. He, he's he's chocolatey. 
think of an actor who hasn't been. He hasn't been used. We could get Trevante Rhodes. Yeah, he's thirty. He's thirty-two. Chocolatey. Something of a middle-aged to at least forty-year-old black man who hasn't been yet. Well, I know uh, who's the boy. Uh, your boy from. Uh, uh, oh, Michael Jai White. Oh, White. nigga. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I am one hundred percent on board for this. Michael. Actually, actually, this man needs mm, more roles. In okay, it'll depend because Blue Marvel has fucked white women, and Michael Jai White does not go down those roads. He just he does not fly down the pink path. But like he he's an older, <laughs> but but he's an older like someone who I feel is like an older like yeah. would play the older action. She has the fighting uh, character. Damn, you know what I mean? Fifty seven. Good God! Right? It it blows my mind, and, and I keep thinking like my brain. You know how when you have like that certain feel for like certain actors, you like, can we please get this man apart before he's fucking dead? Like, what are we doing? Why are we not giving this man more action of it? Why is this man not in three Blade movies already? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, Hurry up, I Hollywood! Mean, what the fuck? I are feel like for? he might have slow, low key got. Damn, he voiced Doomsday in Justice. God damn. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he was Bronze Tiger mm-hmm. on air. Like the dude can fight. Like I would be scared to catch this nigga in the alleyway. So, oh wait, wait. Okay, so here's a. Funny enough that you said that. Um, he's playing. He's voicing Blade in the Midnight Suns game that's coming out. Which I mean, oh, that's cool. Again, love to see a black man get a check. But yeah, let let's get let's get Michael Jai White as Blue Marvel. Shit, I, it, it he got you know the right age and shit. He looks the part. He's very fit. He could probably. Let's get let's get some yeah, he cash could probably in Michael Jai punch through concrete. Ow. <laughs> What's his, what's um, he's a scientist, but he's, uh, I mean, he's that's like, not a, that's not a he's a wise, stoic, elder black man. Nope. He, yeah, he, let's see. He was a former fullback at Cornell University and a veteran of the Korean War, a Marine Corps member with two silver stars, um, negative zone. Keep looking at this this image, and I feel like there's an actor that looks like this, but I can't can't put my finger on it. Who? Blue Marvel? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm trying to think. No, t- I mean, he looks like every. I want Sterling I got... K. Brown. Man, and they wasted him. And I'm mad about it. Daddy. They wasted him. The daddy that died. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, yeah, Adam got a, a presidential medal of freedom from JFK. He's old, like he's a he's a but he's a badass dude. Like he threw hands with King Hyperion and um, Anti Man, who's powered by antimatter. Like he's he's one of the most busted. There's a reason he's on the Ultimates. He's one of the most busted characters in in the Marvel universe, next to Carol and Monica. Like. The villain of uh, mm. this, the Marvels movie, has to be some really serious shit. Because Carol and Monica are already like um, dumb, stupidly powered characters when they're at their max. He definitely does. He looks like every black grandfather. Oh, and he God. just finds out he's a grandfather. He's like that's my baby. <laughs> 
small side note, but did you guys did you guys hear the rumor of who uh who's gonna be the the villain oh, for do, Blade the Blade movie? Did we have did we have anything else to say about uh Ms. Marvel? We can talk about them rumors for a sec. Oh yeah, uh, no, I'm good. I I would just yeah, say solid show. Definitely good. check it out. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, we got it. We did get a shit ton of rumors. Uh, see you care about talk of rumor shit? Um. Well, actually, my phone is on like twenty percent. Like it's okay. it's it's getting low right now, so I should probably lose them to the void. Like well, cut okay, out. Well, we get. Well, yeah, because I was like, oh crap, I'm, it's going low, and I don't want to like <laughs> keep going disappear. on the conversation and then like randomly get to a point where I forget. Yeah, uh, where I forget to see that it's the, that it's like, uh, no, it's all good. well. Like, uh, oh, if you're curious, um, the rumored villain for Blade is Dracula, and the and the rumor is that he's going to be played by Anthony Starr, the guy that plays Homelander on The Boys. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> wow. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely want to see what that's about. To yeah. See what that, that's about when that happens. Holy shit! Damn. Okay. Okay. My my my, my ears are perked up. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep an eye yeah, out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I mean you know the, just get to the book because I, I watched the second season uh, before uh, that I didn't get too too much into the third. But um, yeah, I do think he is is great in that role, and I mean, I think all the I think a lot of people in that uh, in the show are great, especially the uh, wisecracking uh, Aussie. Um, the one person that I honestly don't like the Butcher. most is the main character who feels so milk toast. Yeah, it, like it always just feels like it's like you ain't got no powers. You, you you don't seem to have as much of a motivation as the other people. You can probably get killed at any second, and somehow you he, never. He's are. like, ah, you know, like they'll be all right. <laughs> and it's like, will you, bro? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, but um, oh man, but yeah, I'm gonna let y'all get to it. Get get to all the head exploding <laughs> animated. Well, well, I guess before you go, uh, one. What were your thoughts from the the way that you watch the show, and then anything that you want to plug? Uh, it was so insane. Like, cause I just watched, the, yeah, the third season. I watched the first episode, and then I was like, you know what? I don't have enough time. Let's just see what happens if I just watch the third one. Uh, I watched the final <laughs> episode, and it was one of those things. Where I was like, you know, they give you the recap, so I was like, yeah, I, I'm sure I'll get recapped on everything that happens, so it'll be good enough. And I'm like. Oh, what? He's got a dad in the... Oh, whoa. <laughs> so I was like, oh, dang. Uh, maybe this didn't actually give me as much as I needed. But it's still pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, you're going to go on a wild ride. It's a good job. Yeah, I definitely want to. And I want to see why uh, uh, Dark Shadow or whoever the dude in black is. Oh, oh, just Black like Noir. Killing everyone. <laughs> Mr. Black Black himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that fucking redundant like, ass wow, name. Black Black. black. Boy, it, that, that. Uh, he's black, so black. He's black on black. Black on black. Black on black. Yeah, black and black and it's black, y'all. But yeah, um, 
But yeah, because I was trying to figure out, like, wait, is so he was killing a bunch of people, but he's also like a born again Christian because he needs the 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 cartoon uh, cartoons to the rescue to like help him out, you know. But uh, yeah, definitely got to go back through it. Um, oh, and if you want to support your boy, yeah, um, youtube.com slash rap critics, where I upload my uh, rap song reviews. But I also, uh, um, if you want to do ongoing support of your boy and get uh, exclusive perks like seeing review a new podcast, uh, my movie podcast episodes early, as well as getting to see rap critic episodes early, that's rapcritic.com slash, uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> patreon.com slash rap critic. Uh, get with it, act like you want to get to join the uh, Discord and chat with me and fellow fans when we also have movie and game nights. As well as uh, if you want to do donations, one-time donations uh, and put in requests for uh, a movie or a song review or a uh, live music stream, because uh, I do my Twitch streams on uh, twitch.tv slash rap critical. Uh, you go to kofi.com slash rap critic, ko-fi.com slash rap critic and that's where you can uh, request on the tiers for either a movie, a song, or an album, or uh, your personal indie requests, because sometimes people uh, be requesting their own music, and so, you know, I give them my private notes on that. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we do it, we doing things out here, you know what I'm saying, doing our thing, uh, getting shit percolating and popping, as well as doing my own personal music that, uh, like I said, if you go to the Patreon, I'll be uploading uh, two joints this, uh, this month. Uh, that's gonna be real fun. So get with it, act like you want it, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm out like fucking Jinko <laughs> jeans. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, we'll catch up with you later, man. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. I'll uh, catch y'all. I'll catch you, for sure, uh, man. For sure, man. Next time. All right. Peace.